Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pomp. Who do you think would win in a fight? Chandler from Friends or Ross from Friends? Uh, Chandler on drugs or normal Chandler? Like 90s Chandler. Like during the show Chandler. During the show Chandler, Chandler. Okay, now? Ross. Chandler's uh, hitting that rock a little too hard over the years. and Yeah. I don't think he's got any fight left in him. Who do you think would win in a fight? Chandler from Friends or uh, Rachel from Friends? Rachel. Yeah. I agree. She also uh, aged the best out of everybody on that show. She's not ugly. She might actually be hotter now than she was. It's very possible. She might have looked her best in the movie uh, Horrible Bosses. You think Horrible Bosses? I think The Breakup. Ooh, The Breakup. That was a good one. Which one was the breakup? With uh, Vince Vaughn, where they break up but live in the same apartment together. Oh, yeah. I watched, she shows butt in that one. Yeah, she shows took us. I watched this one last night. Uh, what was it called? It, w- it was with Aaron Eckhart, and she played some kind of flower delivery person. Batman The Dark Knight? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only movie I know that guy from. Oh, my God. He was Two-Face. He was Two-Face. I was like, I didn't know that guy until right then. Yeah. He was Not like, as good as the Tommy Lee Jones tooth, 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 tooth face. Tooth face. <laughs> tooth face. That's the other bad guy in the new uh, Batman movie with, <laughs> with the Twilight guy. Oh, that's in the production piece next week. <laughs> tooth face. The return of tooth face. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't done that voice in a while. That was good. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah, we're so rusty. Do you feel rusty? I feel like... Like a bike that hasn't been taken out of the garage in five years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean like bicycle or motorcycle? Both. I feel like if we were a bicycle, we'd need a lot of WD-40. Yeah. Uh, probably just a whole new chain because the chain's probably rusted onto yeah. the crank. I'd have to pull the cobwebs off my little bell on the handlebar. Oh, yeah. And like water would come out, like rusty, dirty water. Run my fingers through the streamers and get them all straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Untangle the streamers or else it won't work. You got to take all that stuff out of the basket. Yeah. Got to put some more of those like plink plinks on the on the spokes. Oh, of course. Fresh ones. Some, some playing cards. A new Ken Griffey card. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to, you know, polish up the mags. That's uh, the pegs. Oh, I what, was, what do you call that when you when things happen quickly over music? Uh, montage. That, that would be a good montage. Oh my god! Yes, I can't believe I forgot the word montage. <laughs> That's a weird thing to forget. But you know, we haven't done. Not only have we not done a show in over a year, we haven't like hung out in person all three of us no. in over a year. No, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, like what what do you do with your hands when you're talking? Hold a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, you drink a lot of Red Bull, huh? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Um, Everyone. E- every other grown-up. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everyone over the age of 23. <laughs> nah, see, I can't do coffee. If I can't do coffee, this is the next best thing. Do you like wake up in the morning and like pour a cup, <laughs> pour a cup of Red Bull with your toast? He has the Keurig. <laughs> he, has, <laughs> he has a Red Bull Keurig. Dude, if they had that, I would have that. You really should just get like a carafe of Red Bull <laughs> and like put it on your kitchen table every morning. Like if you have house guests over... <laughs> Like every sitcom where they make beautiful breakfast and no one eats it. 
Yes, always. But there's always a carafe of orange juice that no one drinks, and it drives me nuts because I never have orange juice in my fridge, and I would love to. Yeah, there's never orange juice in my house, ever, ever. Unless we have a weird summer barbecue um, impulse purchase where we're like, oh, we're going to make this weird, fro- you know, you know, fancy drink, and then we don't do it, and then we just have the orange juice sit in our uh, garage for about three years until I finally <laughs> throw it out. Yeah, it just shows up. That's how it gets there. Yeah, like, what the orange juice? <laughs> Who's this seven-year-old from 1988? <laughs> I don't even think seven-year-olds now drink orange juice. If, if it's a lost beverage. Yeah. Remember apple juice when we were kids? Apple like juice. Is the, uh, my sister's kids still drink apple juice all the time. Do they drink like like full-strength apple juice like we drank, or do they drink like that like healthy version? Well, they get the full-strength one, but we cut it. Okay, because my kids get like these little like juice, you know, like juice box yeah. apple juices, and I've tried them. They're not the apple juice. They're so, watered down. Man. Yeah, we went like full high octane, just straight sugar juice. Yeah. Balls to the wall apple juice. I used to chug like half a half a jug of apple juice like after school, and then just get a straight headache. Yeah. It's like straight like sugar headache, and it was your body dehydrating it. <laughs> yeah, <you> just <laughs> feel yourself decaying inside. Now, when I was a kid, I used to drink milk like out of the the gallon milk like does anybody do that anymore? my nephew does he yeah. loves just glasses of milk i i actually love milk to this day but i have to like i have to stop myself i have to refrain from the milk because it's not good for you to drink that much milk but i love milk and anyone if you think about it like if you just got a glass of whole milk and drank it right now after not eating anything sweet it tastes like liquid ice cream so how could you not like that? It's sweet as hell. Yo, there's this company called Fairlife that makes uh, not only milk, which is like reduced lactose milk, but they also make a bunch of different flavored milks, chocolate, strawberry, cookies, and cream. The chocolate one is ridiculous. I feel good. like you were about to jump into like a, like a, a pop, a pop hip-hop song. Yeah. You know? like, chocolate, strawberry, cookies, <laughs> and cream. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sega Genesis. <laughs> Eating Fritos on my mom's floor, yo. <laughs> is the chocolate like a, like a powerful chocolate or is it like a good chocolate milk consistency chocolate? It's like... Um, We're talking cafeteria middle school? No, it's like just short of like a milkshake. It's so good. You really only need like a small amount of it and it's so good. I want some chocolate milk right now. See, I like the ones, that, the little cartons from school. Those are great, yeah. My mother works at an elementary school. She's a secretary, and at, like before breaks, she brings home like milk crates of them for the kids, and they go bananas for them. Yeah, they're so good. Sometimes I'll sneak one. I think I, I, I may be making this up, but I think that there's a company, and if they if this isn't real, like we have to start this company. There's a company that makes milk that is flavored like cereal was already in it. There but is like, a company, so you don't need the cereal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the best part of like eating Honey Nut Cheerios is at the end, like the milk is now honey milk. That's a weird uh, cereal choice to make an example. You of. You would think, but try it. Have Honey Nut Cheerios now as an adult. Like, I believe you, but that's not what I would have gone with for an example. I know you're thinking probably Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Puffs, all that stuff, because it's like more like bold. I was, I was actually thinking Cracklin' Oat Bran. So. Oh, well, or Grape Nuts. <laughs> yeah. You can have it hot or cold, so that's always fun. If you want to microwave your cereal, you can have great grape nuts. Uh, great nuts. Do you have <laughs> great nuts? Great nuts and toothpaste. Uh, <laughs> Do you want milk that tastes like Kix? Oh, my God, Kix. Uh, I don't even know what Kix tastes like. It, it tastes t- like nothing. Oh, why, don't you chew, why don't you chew up the box it came in? That's what it tastes like. <laughs> 
And then they made Berry Berry Kicks, which was like one <laughs> smidge better, <laughs> but still sucked. It was like a like a Crunchberry snuck in. <laughs> Crunchberry's good. I love cereal. I love cereal more than anything else on the planet. Ooh, you know what's a good milk? Frosted Mini Wheats milk. Oh, yeah. Frosted Mini Wheats in general. Yeah, they're, top, top they're notch. good. Or as the uh, Bostonians would say, tuop notch. Tuop notch. Tuop notch. <laughs> I think all cereal is great. Even bad cereal is good. Um, but my favorite cereal of all time might be Captain Crunch. I mean, my, J- Jones made a joke about it, but mine's cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, cornflakes is all right. <laughs> it's my favorite, hands down favorite cereal. Yeah, as long as it's not kicks. I think that's the worst. I love Raisin Bran. Me too. Raisin, what, Raisin Bran is very nice. I have, ra- you know, I have Raisin Bran for breakfast every single day. Every day. Every since day? This entire pandemic. Are you more regular now? I am like clockwork now. <laughs> I know everyone at home is wondering, like, how is Chris's bowel movements going? Tell everyone well, how well, you're, you um, you're in the next age bracket by not saying your age. We just did. <laughs> yeah, we just did. <laughs> How's your stool? Oh, it's loose. Loose to semi-loose. When you could say, are you regular and know exactly what the person's yeah. talking about? <laughs> What, what's your favorite so, cereal? Oh, it's Friendly O's. <laughs> like, we just had the worst favorite cereals. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's cornflakes. Cornflakes, raisin bran, <laughs> grape nuts. <laughs> it was made directly by Kellogg's. <laughs> John Kellogg, John, the founder. John Kellogg, the first. Yeah. Uh, Adolf Kellogg. I can't talk, man. This beat, yo, podcasting is hard. <laughs> We should exercise first, you know? Do some warm-up. Ling- linguistic yeah. exercise. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. <laughs> this feels like the bicycle. The rusty bicycle. The human it torch does. was denied a bank loan. <laughs> I give us like a 6 out of 10 right now. I feel like that's not bad, though, for like a year on, you know, on hiatus. Like we're on our rusty bicycle. We're riding down the road, but they're doing like road work, so you're not super <laughs> yeah. sure. And you're like, oh, I'm going too fast. Well, yeah, like it's like we didn't crash the bike, but we also look really scared and and, and not cool. We also riding. didn't tighten yeah. the seat, so it just pointed down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the worst. That's the worst thing that can happen to a kid. Like our helmet doesn't fit right anymore. <laughs> hey, we're fr- we're from the generation of no bike helmets. I know. Well, we have care to, about us. Know, we, ha- we have to modernize for for the <laughs> listeners. Like you didn't wear helmets. Um, did you ever ever even have a helmet? No, I didn't even. Own one, no, didn't let even alone own wear a helmet. It. Never once in my life. Or knee pads or elbow pads no, for uh, like rollerblading. And we did all types of things back in the day. Yeah, like the whole point is like if you fall, like you should like lose like eight yeah. layers of skin on your knees. Yeah. Like that's the point. Builds character. Yeah. So so you think getting back to friends. Uh, are you gonna watch the reunion absolutely not yeah me neither i it got a lot of hype for no reason and so i don't get why anybody cares i didn't friends anymore. people think it was like the best show ever and they're That's wrong bold i watched it when it was on um and it was it was what it was i didn't love it it's not in my tops list by any means no um i didn't hate it per se but i thought this was going to be like an episode or a movie but it turns out it was just like clips of them doing interviews with like different hosts. That's it? Yeah, and that's like that's boring to me. Oh, I thought they were going to like have like a It was like parts of it was them together now, but a lot of it was just like interviews from all around. But were they in character when they were together or were they No, they like were them, actors? like actors. Oh, who cares? Like who cares? So Aww. it was an interview with the Friends yes. cast 20 they just, years later. They just talked about episodes and stuff. Wow, that's Letdown City. 
And uh, what's it's the, not even let down city. That's like let down the, township. The, the chubby British guy from the the talk show at night that I hate. He was the <laughs> he like hosted it. I think I think Joe just quit the show for my bad joke. <laughs> that wasn't even that bad. It's just it got it like snuck in. That was pretty good actually. You, Eric didn't even hear. I it, didn't even hear it. No. <laughs> Pompich said uh, it's not even let down city. It's let down township. <laughs> That's perfect. No, it's in Jersey. It's, it's in Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Can't make a left hand turn. You have to make seventeen rights to go <laughs> yeah. left. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a letdown. I don't know why anybody would care about an interview with like washed up Chandler. I feel bad for him though. And like Joey looks so old. Joey's the man. He's the only character that's redeemable. Him and Paul Rudd's character and Giovanni Ribisi. The thing is though, Paul Rudd still looks like he did when he was on that show. He does not age. No, that's weird. You guys don't age either. Giovanni though. Ribisi too though. Another guy who was fantastic. He's awesome and doesn't age. He was. He just did that that show on Amazon that should have gone for thirty seven seasons. I would have watched it. Sneaky Pete. That, but one of the best. Unfortunately, it went only three. I think. Yeah, one of the best shows in a very long time. That I loved it. I, I loved won't. It. I won't say it snuck fully under the radar, but it was not. It was what, enough under the radar where it didn't get its its run. It should have. I couldn't agree more. It's a shame. Had a great cast. So good. Even had Nick Papa Giorgio in it. Yeah, it did. He's. He's another underrated actor. He's good. He's good. Can't hardly wait. Preston from Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. What's he his real name? T-shirts sometimes. What's his real name? I don't, know. I don't even. I don't even know what a montage Steve? was ten minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when would you use the word montage in regular life? I use it all the time. This could call for. I. I always say how oh, this moment can call for a montage, and I just blanked wow. because we're doing the show, and I'm rusty. Yeah, but you know what? We gotta just we gotta get out there. We gotta put ourselves out there. This is why we keep each other around, though, because you guys were there to pick me up. Yeah, you know what? Like, we're gonna stumble during the show. We're gonna fall. I'm gonna say a lot of dumb things. What do you ne- do when you ne- fall off the horse? Stop riding horses. Yeah, <laughs> that's you quit. right. You, you quit, quit forever. You quit right there, and you pick up a new hobby. Clearly not cut out for it. Hey man, I'll be there for you when the rain starts to fall. <laughs> I just got this dude. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Speaking of uh, clip shows, do you know which one did it did it really well? Actually, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air had one sometime during this pandemic. Their reunion, yeah, it was awesome. And that one was great. Did they have old Anviv or new Anviv? <laughs> they had old Anviv. Yeah. Ooh. And is new talk- Anviv upset about this? I don't know if she's upset, but they definitely talked about her, and yep. they talked smack behind her back. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. And I- then uh, they also had like it wasn't a really behind her back. Yeah. Was, they talked it. <laughs> yeah, it was totally on uh, camera. So. Yeah, Will Smith was like, why did we get that lady? She wasn't no good at all. <laughs> Imagine Will Smith went by Billy Smith. Wouldn't it like change his whole vibe? Think about it. Just think of him as a Billy. Yeah, no, he's a Will. He's a Will. Smooth operator. He's a Will. Yeah, he's no Billy. I'm sorry. But you can't go from a Billy to a Will either. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves. No, you can't. You, if Once you're, a Billy, always a Billy. You'll, I'll never look at you as anything but a Billy. Unless you want to switch to Willie. You can be uh, Willie. I guess I'll Will. give you Willie, but you can never go Billy to Will. Can you be Willie Billy? Then you're just a goof. Goof aloof. I think I'd go by Willie Billy. What do you think? That's. You have nothing to say. <laughs> you're like, thanks, Pomp, for giving me this random handoff bit that I don't know what to I, do with. No, I know exactly what to do with it. I, I don't want to insult you the way I want to insult you. Oh, no. Cause, cause no punches, would, my friend. I would never be friends with you ever again no. if your name was Willie Billy. <laughs> you went by <laughs> Willie hyphen Billy? Because that just would not work. Unless it was short for Wilson Bilson. Yes. Uh, well, it, obviously. Then it's Wilson Bilson Pomps. Yeah, that's acceptable. Okay. But uh, yeah, 
Just mark that down. You cannot go from Billy to Will. Okay. Noted. Duly noted. <laughs> but you can be Will, Wilson Bilson and then become What about Will Bill to Will? You go from Bill to Will. Yeah, you, you, you'd allow it? Yeah. Bill is usually... Um, I feel like when your name's Bill, you're usually um, a little bit more blue collar. I feel like Billy's go to Bill. Naturally, natural progression when you become a dad... Uh, bills are yeah bills are like when you get older i think you become more of a bill bill billy is like a teenager who you know gets into trouble but it's like not that bad of a kid you know billies are like you know rebellious but like in like a you're still rooting for them way you know like the main character in every like 80s movie yes billies could also be the kid who wore like uh tapered sweatpants way too long in life like before that was like a cool thing now Oh yeah! Like back in the day, that wasn't a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like we should all get those old school like champion sweat. Sweatpants. You know how hard it is to find them. Yeah. Everything now is like those joggers that it looks like uh, as a diaper. Yes, they all look like MC Hammer. And then they taper down. Like it's so yeah, they look like MC Hammer pants. So weird. It's hard to find just a normal pair of sweatpants anymore. Oh, it's because you got to type in Bill sweatpants into Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy <laughs> Billy's pants. <laughs> Big Bill pants. Hello, Billy. Does anyone go by Willie unless you're like a, in a in a movie? Like, I feel like, like Groundskeeper Willie. I feel like those who didn't fit into the Billy mold as a kid, and their parents maybe referred to him as Will. They got Willie from like their friends, just because it was you always call people by different names. That's true. Um, that's where I feel like Willies come from. I feel like they didn't fit the mold of a Billy, and they had to go somewhere. And it's hard to be a Will, like a smooth operating Will. As like a little like dorky preteen. Yeah. Will is a tough name to to pull off when you're young because it's, it's very like a mature sounding name. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like when you hear someone's name is Will, you like assume that they're like very like put together. Like they got their stuff together. But then you meet like a Will and they're six years old and they're eating paint. And you're like, wait a second. That's a Willie. You're a Willie. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a Willie in uh, like a grown up Will is like a, a grown up Willie is like... He's the guy who sells you the the fifty fifty at the block party. <laughs> like he's always looking to scam you, yeah. and he definitely plays softball on the weekends. Oh, he's such a dirtbag. That's oh, a good Willie. That's a good Willie. Willie's a jerk. Willie loves. <laughs> Willie's a Yankees fan. Oh, <laughs> wow, Just, where did that come from? He's probably a Giant fan too. He's probably got that combo. Oh, the Giant fans are the worst. Where's a windbreaker? <laughs> yeah. Dan Jones. Oh, Willie psh, drives him. A van. <laughs> he drives a van. <laughs> what kind? A minivan or a, a, like a, a, like a wind cargo star. van? I was going to say Astro van. He drives yeah. a Windstar. <laughs> like, it's like off-brand minivan. Is it like a 15-passenger or is it like a cargo van? No, it, holds, just... like, it holds like four. It's not even cool. It's champagne-colored. Yeah, definitely. All... I was going to say champagne too, bro. Definitely champagne <laughs> It's colored. all banged up. It's like preset to only Q104.3 radio. <laughs> it has a VHS player in the yeah. back so you can watch. You can yeah, watch... It, was, it was dope in like 1997. Oh, yeah. Willie. You can watch Mighty Ducks 3 back there. Yeah. Wow. D3, huh? D3. Willie has like his high school football games on a VHS on the back seat. <laughs> hey, man, you want to see that time we beat Mineola? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, I hate Willie. I wonder if anyone has ever done the science of breaking down William like we just did. I don't think so. 
I don't. I think we are the first, and we should probably do a whole white paper on it. <laughs> That's what they call them, white papers. Can I ask you something? Uh, yeah. There's a guy I work with whose name is William, but he goes by the name of Liam. Liam. Okay. <laughs> Liam is usually like more of like a British Irish vibe. His name is William? William, yeah. See, the only Liams I know, their names are actually Liam. I've never seen a, a Liam that comes from a William. A lot of them are, but a lot of them aren't. Just like there's some people whose names are just Jack, but some people's names are John. I'm just going to throw that out Jack. there, though. I only know one Liam, so that's what I'm basing my... I only know one also, <laughs> Liam Neeson. And, uh, oh, I know uh, our friend's son, and he's just Liam. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Liam. I wasn't thinking of Liam Neeson's. Yeah. <laughs> is he William Neeson's? <laughs> William Neeson's, probably. <laughs> I don't think he is, though, because he's Scottish. I think he's just a Liam. Uh, you know, the best thing is we could Google it, but we shouldn't. No way, dude. No, I don't want to. Google him. it. Don't Google it. I got it. Jonesy, don't Google it. <laughs> That's his job, it. though. Fine. That's what he does. <laughs> I think it's William Neeson. No, I, I'm definitely going just straight up Liam. I think it's William Jennings Bryant Neeson. That's my guess. I'm going with Lord Liam Lyle Neeson's. Neeson's. I think his name is Billy Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Billy Willie Neeson. Are you guys ready for his actual name? Yes. Steve. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's Wilson Bilson John Neeson. <laughs> no, what's it really? William it's, Neeson. It's William John Neeson. Damn it. He was born June seventh, nineteen fifty two. Happy birthday. Willie Neeson. I bet you his family called him LJ growing up. LJ? William John? Liam John? Yeah. It's yeah. better than Willie Nelson. Oh, I'd call him Willie Jack, but that's just me. <laughs> Willie Jack? <laughs> Willie Jack Neeson. Willie Jack. Oh, man. Willie Jack, Willie Jack Neeson's a good name. That's a great name. But you have to drop country albums if, oh, yeah. you, if you have that name. Oh, my God. With the name Willie Jack Neeson, your music doesn't even have to be good. You're going you're <laughs> to nope. top the charts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. See, now that totally changed my opinion of the name Willie. Because before I was hating on this sheep's head bay jerk. And now, and now I'm like, I'm thinking of like a Billy Jack, like black hat, doesn't take no guff. Oh, man. No guff. Oh, man. Willie Jack Neeson. Oh, I'm calling That's that it. forever now. That's I feel good. like we need to name the show Willie Jack Neeson. That's fine with me. <laughs> that was a heck of an intro. Yeah, good work, guys. Hey, we're rusty, but like, it's not horrible. How, what do you? What would you say? Six out of ten? Seven? Six point seven. How about you, John Z? I would go. I would go. I don't know. I can't count anymore. <laughs> I think what happened was about halfway through that intro, we found a can of rust-oleum in your drawer. Yeah. And we just started spraying it around the room, and like the rust was shedding off. Yeah, like the bike could be rusty, but riding a bike is just like riding a bike. So we. Picked it back up. I don't know what I'm saying. What, what just I just dropped us an entire point in our score right there with one sentence. How do you yep. feel about that, Jones? Four, four point twelve. Yeah. You couldn't just let it go with the score we had. Huh? Uh, how do we go to the next segment? I don't remember. I think I say, um, and now it's wait. What, what is the next segment? I, I don't know. All right. So I think I go. All right, Eric, you ready? And then you say like, yeah, whatever. And then I say. Okay, hit it, and then you, like, hit it. I think that's what we do. Okay. You want to try it? Yeah, I just don't know what the next segment is, so I don't oh, know. It's, what... it's called The Ketchup, and we don't have a piece for that yet. Oh, we don't have music for it? No. Oh, so let's, uh, let's, uh, 
let's do another segment first <laughs> so that just makes sense recommendations all right so oh recommendations it's been a while man yeah i'm so excited because we get to hear the music the I, don't best. Rem- I don't remember the music oh you're gonna i didn't love remember it. the intro when i heard the guitar riff i was like yes that's right we have that's ours oh my. how about this the fact that uh emily who does the the beginning is more than doubled in age <laughs> since she recorded that it's pretty crazy yeah so okay so now we're gonna kick, kick it up and kick it what do we do <laughs> kick it up and kick it over give me like a give me a good like lead-in phrase jonesy you should say hit it and then the bc boys starts up okay now it's time for recommendations eric hit it I miss that music so much. That song F's so hard. Jones, that might be the best thing you've ever done. I did not recall what that sounded like until just now. Are you proud of it still? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of almost everything I do. Did you play every instrument on that one? Yeah. That sounds like musically like a legit real song from that era. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's all the vibraphone, like the twinkly mallet sounding thing. How many hours do you think it took you to do all of that? Hours? No. As much time as it took to write it. Really? Like, would you say two hours? Less than 30 minutes. Jesus. (laughs) You're like an actual genius. Like, you're one of those people that we're going to, they're going to write books about when you're dead. Like, no one's going to fully appreciate your genius until you're gone. Like Picasso. You know, Picasso died broke. Little fun fact. There's an episode of... Nope. Sorry. Forget it. Uh, it's called The Montage. That's the show that you're thinking of. <laughs> so I was thinking of, I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Da Vinci. He's the one who got his ear cut off, right? No, that's Van Gogh. Okay, I was thinking of Van Gogh. And there's an episode of Doctor Who where they travel him through time so he could see how appreciated he becomes in the future. And he like breaks down and cries. That's pretty in the middle of an art gallery with everyone standing around like looking at his work. That's pretty amazing. It was like a really, really like super awesome moment in that show that everyone still like always remembers and raves about. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that was like two artists off, but you know what I mean. You think maybe when we're all dead, like people are gonna find these episodes and be like, "Oh my god, these guys should have been like, they should have been like Bill and Ted, like how they changed the entire course of human history." Will and Ted? <laughs> oh yeah, Willie, <laughs> Willie Jack and, and Theodore. It's literally the only reason I do this show is to like f- somebody to find a flash drive in a shoebox like 75 years from now and be like oh my god they These were, guys broke down the science of william they are geniuses ahead of their time we'll get appreciated one day like that band death do you ever hear about this band death no nope. ever tell you about them so there's this band um there's like three black guys from detroit in like 1972 who who basically were punk rock before anyone else like they, they predated the ramones debut by a year and no one ever heard of them until recently. And like, Matt, I feel like I w- randomly watched like a documentary on it. 
It's it's really and it was cool. awesome. One of their songs, I it's actually like a song that I listen to repeatedly, not just because of the coolness of it. It's just an awesome song, and um, so everyone should listen to them. They're on Spotify now, but um, that's gonna be us. It's definitely gonna be Jonesy. Maybe not me and you, Eric. Maybe we'll just go along for the ride. It's fine. I'm I'm fine going along for the ride. I've always been that guy. I don't need to be front and center. I don't know about that. I think you are the um. You're like, jo- here's a, here's the I way don't I look need at- to be though. When I think about our trio, why we work, Jones is like pure un- unadulterated. I think that's the wrong word. I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> pure unbridled talent, right? Okay. Like he's the he's like that one who has the actual talent. Okay, fair enough. You are the cool guy that people just like, and I'm like the third guy. I'm like the you know I'm the guy that like puts the stuff up on the internet <laughs> you're, the, you're the handsome guy nah stop it you are stop it. if we were the boy band you'd be the one that all the girls would would flock to first i'd be but that's that's your thing and that's fine are you am i are you saying i'm like joey mcintyre you're the joey mcintyre i'm make, the donnie Wahlberg. and he's jordan knight yeah you're jordan knight the one who actually has a decent voice yeah the, like the talented one <laughs> you're the only one that of the, the, the backstreet boys is whatever they called what are they called new kids on the block <laughs> who has a good who's like a legitimate like good singer and should have been a rock like should have been a star that's literally the perfect way to describe us donnie Wahlberg was just like friends with them so like he he got in but he was <laughs> the coolest guy in there yeah and then he did the rap stuff and then had a mullet i think at one point or a rat tail yeah. and, and i'm he, joey mcintyre yeah. i'm like the little brother it's perfect I'm okay with this. But I'm okay with that. That's my whole thing. Like, I'm just happy being in the car ride. Like, I don't need. I'm with you on that, man. But you really are the cool guy. Like, you're the guy that the that our, our dude fans like. And that's that's always been me, and that's fine. Yeah, you're, you're a guy's guy. I'm fine with that. I'm a guy's guy. You're a man's man. Now, unfortunately, without a beard, but. Yeah, but you're still six foot 11. And yeah, it's not the point, Filled man. with tattoos. That was a big part of my manliness. I still, every time I see you, I think to myself, how have you not done Master Blaster yet as a, as a, as a Halloween costume? <laughs> We've said it forever. Imagine me and Eric as Master Blaster from... Uh, from <laughs> Max, yeah. yeah. Like, is that perfect? I feel like before we perish, we need to like walk into a costume party as that. Oh my God, it'd be so good. Like, I'll, you'll just, I'll just be on your shoulders. <laughs> I also want to be Guado from, uh, <laughs> from Total Recall and you yeah. could just be the host, whatever yeah. that guy's name was. You guys would be a perfect Krang and the the robot yes. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One hundred percent. We could be Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, we could be. Um, We've literally never done any of these, and it's like a shame that we let this go. We've dressed up for Halloween literally twice in our lives, and they both were amazing. I can only remember one. Okay, so the first one was we had to go to that Halloween party at that bar uh, called the Inn. Remember this. And this it was is the like, one I remember. It was like, you have to wear a costume. And me and you have notoriously never worn uh, costumes ever. We're like such party poopers when it comes to like, you know, getting into the, into the events like uh, Halloween. And we're like, okay, fine. We got to like makeshift some costumes quick. <laughs> so we went to the costume store, but since it was on Halloween, <laughs> everything was empty. It was like empty racks. The only thing left was like Beatles wigs. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes. It was Beatles wigs, fake mustaches. Like, that's all we could find. And then a, um, like a gun and badge kit. Yeah. But it was like a little kid one, you know? So what we did was we bought Beatles wigs. We bought (laughs) fake mustaches. Then we already had aviator sunglasses. And we took 
the uh, badge from the badge and shield, the, the badge and gun kit, mm-hmm. and we took the badge and we like taped it to our belts. <laughs> we wore white button down shirts with black ties and then like black pants. Yep. And put the wigs on, put the mustache on, put the aviators on, and walked around with coffee mugs. <laughs> and we looked like 1970s detectives. Like a picture of Beastie Boys short shot video. Yeah. Like that yeah, type of yes, defect, detective. Yes. And we walked into the inn. Our costumes were so convincing <laughs> that all the underage people started putting their drinks down and walking away. <laughs> it was so I'm not kidding. Good. I'm not even joking. Like they they did not think we were in costume. Like we nailed the costume so good that it looked real. Yeah. And uh that was that was our one time that we were Yeah, that was like a day of too, which made it even better. Like that was so money. Yeah, the second time we dressed up Oh, we, we were, called each other Sparky and Dutch. Yeah, we were Sparky and Dutch. That was our those are our detective names. Oh man. And uh, the second time was we went to my now wife's brother's Halloween party at his house. And we both just like scrounged up things from our houses. You found like fangs and like weird contact lenses. So you just went as a, like Eric, but a who was now in vampire form. And I just found like a really ugly like orange, uh, like Western cowboy button down shirt that I bought. <laughs> And I really shouldn't have bought that, but I thought it was like awesome. Like when we were in our, you know, touring days, I was like, oh, this is so punk rock. And it was just basically like a crappy, like ugly 1970s cowboy shirt. You know what it would look like in that random scene from Beetlejuice where Beetlejuice is in a cowboy scene in the little model and he's wearing that button down and it's, and he's got like his beer belly sticking out. Think of that shirt. And, um, I wore, I got a, had a big, huge belt buckle. So like to look like a Texan. It was a giant belt buckle. But then I was like, okay, so what am I doing here? Like I'm trying to be like a cowboy and it's like not working because I don't have enough stuff. So then I was like, all right, what else do I do? I looked in my closet and guess what I find? I find the wig and the mustache from when we were Sparky and Dutch. And I'm like, well, I'm going to put this to good use again. Not only that, the aviators as well. And so I grabbed the mustache, I grabbed the wig, and I grabbed the aviators, except instead of now, from the neck down being a cop, I'm like in a cowboy, like Western outfit. It makes no sense. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. And I show up, and everyone's like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, "Uh, I I honestly don't know. And Eric's like, you look like a pedophile. I'm like, well, that's what I am then. You wore a a, a denim jacket, too, so you were were going full sea tucks on top of your orange (laughs) And then I just walked around, like, hunched over the whole time. Yeah, the worst posture you could imagine. Yeah, I walked over, like, really hunched over, and I just kind of talked like this. And I was just saying, hey, everybody, I just want to say hi, you know? And I was like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, I guess a a southern pedophile. Yeah. That was an incredible Irish accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) So those are the only two times. Yeah. Oh, crap. This was supposed to be the recommendation section. (laughs) We're getting there. We're there. Wait, do we have to redo the song or just do it? Okay. Okay, so let's let's do some recommendations. Eric, what do you got for us? All right, I have um I have one that's an actual recommendation and one that's an anti-recommendation. Okay. First recommendation is actually an album that came out yesterday by a gentleman named Oliver Tree, who is uh he's a rapper I guess you could say in the I'm kind of like pop though. It's Poppy, like catchy. Like ner- he likes sing raps. Like nerdcore. Um Yeah, but like he doesn't like flow. He kinda like sing he kinda sings, but like hip hop singing. Yeah, it's just it's it's like good feeling music. It's like upbeat beats. It's, you know what I mean? Like does that make sense? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's so Nothing hard. On to it's try. like downer or drowsy. It's all like very like getting you fe- feeling good, but like just weird stuff. I yeah, I I I I know it, so I know how hard it is to explain. So I think it's one of those things where you just he's tell had, people go listen. He's to had it. singles out, and we've talked about one called Alien Boy in the past. This is is like very anticipated full album, and it's awesome. It's called Ugly Is Beautiful. Yeah. Why don't you d- describe this guy and his ridiculousness? So he wears like huge Jankos. He wears a pink and blue like ski jacket from like 87. Yep. He has a complete full on mushroom cut. Like perfect. Like a perfect bowl on your head cut around it. Yep. And funny sunglasses. Yeah. It's amazing. And he's super talented. So go listen to the album. Oliver Tree. Ugly is beautiful. My anti-wreck is a TV show called Rutherford Falls. Um, I don't even know what this is. I actually tried to Google it, and then I got lazy last night because I was like, what is this? I looked at the notes, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking so about. So I happened to just see an ad, and it had Ed Helms on it. So I'm like, oh, okay, a new show. I think, it's, I think it's Amazon. I'm not really sure. I watched the first episode, and not a single laugh to be found, and it's a comedy. Oof. Um, he His, I guess... His last name is Rutherford, so his ancestors are what started this town. Apparently, they took it away from Native Americans, uh, but they learned to like live peacefully there together, I guess. So now it's like his white, fa- white, white, white family who still is in the town, and the Native Americans, and they both have like their museums and their statues, and it was like supposed to be funny, um, and it just literally hit like no like targets that it was aiming for. Ooh. It was really rough to the point where after one, I was like, I won't even attempt to watch episode two. Anyone else in it that we would know besides him? No. I wonder why, you know, you, you got to wonder why a show like that doesn't hit the mark. Bad writing. Uh, it was, the, it was bad. Ra- it was bad writing. writing. It was bad writing. It, whoever wrote it isn't, it felt like they weren't, hadn't worked in, in a comedy writing setting before. Is it possible like it was COVID related? Like they maybe like all the writers were like not inspired because they were all doing everything like their writer's room was basically on Zoom. I, I, I'm just throwing it out there. And a, a big problem with it is like something I, I that steers me away from like TV shows or movies is when your main character is like so, so stupid that like they keep just making like worse and worse mistakes. Oh, and like what, is that like the... Um, what's his name? Oh my God, I'm montage moming in it right now. What's the... <laughs> Give me some hints here. I'll help you. Ben Stiller. And every movie. Yes. Basically, except for The Secret Life of like, Walter Like, there's Mitty. no... Which was fan... Oh, what a good movie. Top three. Holy ever. crap. Absolutely. What yeah. a fantastic film. Um, but yeah, like that. And like, there's no possible way that you could be that, like, just blind to everything around you where you would continually... Like dig this deeper and deeper and say the like the you couldn't say more of the wrong thing in that moment like that turns me off. So the fact that I didn't laugh once, the fact that it was that kind of show, I was like, okay, good. I have to make sure no one ever even attempts to watch this show again forever. I appreciate that. I, my, my least favorite form of comedy is the when the main character just has a, a series of like horrible things keep happening to them. It's like, how could it get any worse? And then it gets worse. I hate that. Like, I don't mind bad things happening to people, but 
it's like when you over when you overdo it is when it really turns me off. Well, if you think about it, every story has to have conflict and then resolution, right? Yes. Like that's the whole point of storytelling, right? So something bad has to happen for the, to be resolved for you to make it into a TV show or a movie. The problem is when it's just like every time there's like a mini problem and then it's solved, there's like a second of like payoff and then they like drop another bomb on you. Yes. Like like any show where it's like you know, there's there's been tons of shows that do this. It's mostly comedies where it's like the episode starts, something bad happens, and then like throughout the episode they work through it and then they resolve it and like right before the sh- the the episode ends, like the last ten seconds, it like either foreshadows something bad's about to happen or something bad happens right there and then it's like cuts to the credits and you're like, oh god, come on. Yeah. So and I know why they do it because they want you to tune in next it. week to it. see what happens. But you're like, dude, just let us enjoy this win. We're like invested in these characters. I don't want to just watch them suffer. Yeah, the other thing that gets me just as much that turns me off of something is unnecessary secret keeping, where if you just literally said to the other character the thing, like every single other thing that happens wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah. Like all you had to do was be honest. Yes, yes. But the fact that everyone lies about like even the dumbest things turns me off. Yeah. I don't know. No. I like a lot of stuff that's dumb, but like those two things are really negative for me. So Rutherford Falls, don't watch it. Um, cancel culture. Let's let's get it shut down. I uh, I had to uh, look up who wrote that episode <laughs> because you were saying that it seems like they had never written comedy before. Uh-huh. Is his it name was, Willie Jack? <laughs> I wish it was. It was uh, Michael Shore, the creator of uh, Parks and Rec, worked on The Office, created The Good, Good Place. Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Every Everyone has a dud. Everyone has a dud from time to time. And funny enough, I've loved every one of those shows. Yeah. The, the most money TV writer producer that's working right now. And he wrote the episode of TV that you're this was completely This was an absolute on. dud. It happens, man. Like, there's, uh, you know, I have bands I love who have horrible songs, you know? It happens. But no, that's a good call out. I, yeah. just, I, I just hate that type of humor. So that's my wreck and anti wreck today. Well done, well done. I know I had like the smallest on the list, so. Yeah, Jonesy's is pretty small, too. I have like 716, <laughs> so. Mine's small. Um, I'll start with the PlayStation 5. It's not small. It's a nice size. <laughs> it's gigantic physically. <laughs> physically, it doesn't fit anywhere in my entire house. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. It's uh, awesome with some caveats. Wait, what's awesome? I, I missed it. I was too busy in, in, a, in a penis joke. Yeah, Sorry. I'm still in it. I want to keep yeah. being in it. Oh, okay. Oh wait, wait! You, <laughs> I don't think he realized that that's what we were doing. I, no, I knew. Oh, okay. I knew. PlayStation Five, uh, oh, the yeah. new video game console, does all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, the biggest problem with it, no one can find them still, and it's like a year later. Well, they're saying it, that is going to go into 2022. Yeah. Like they're they're still going to be uh, issues of getting them. I'm going to just wait. I'm waiting now because they, you know, they're going to just like come out with like PlayStation Five Pro Edition, and then I'm going to buy it like I did with the four. What's uh. I highly recommend hanging on. I mean, if you can find one you really want it, get it. But I wouldn't go out of your way to find it. Like, I went bananas trying to find one. Like, I drove to Indiana to go buy one. Which or, which is crazy, but also I, I realized there was probably just a fun road trip factor there. Oh, you know, it was great. Me and my yeah. wife went. It was, we saw our, uh, my sister-in-law. It was great. But um, there's very few games out for it. Almost everything is a PlayStation 4 game that's like some kind of small tweak or upgrade. Yeah. The very few PlayStation 5 games, like the ones that are like specifically 4 or 5, are awesome. Like, they're great. Like, everything I've played has been like super entertaining, 
like totally next generation. Every other game though is a PlayStation Four upgrade, like the vast majority. So yeah. I would say like it's not it's not ready yet. It's not worth it yet, but it will be until they come out with stuff where you really need that system to play it. I would hold off. Yeah. So for me, I'm waiting for the New Horizon game since that's like my favorite video game probably of the last like decade. Yesterday, um, yesterday morning they came out with a. Uh, I watched it last night. Did you the watch 14 it? minutes of gameplay? Yeah, of what? It, the New Horizon. When is that coming out? Uh, there's no date on it yet. There's, it's still being made, but it's going to be a, a, a. What do you call it? Just for the PS5. Exclusive. What do you call it? Exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looks fantastic. They released 14 minutes of gameplay yesterday, and it was awesome. So to put in perspective, there's only one video game that I've enjoyed end to end and f- like finished the game ever and that game is horizon zero dawn it's it was so enjoyable it was amazing the acting I, was great the story was great i felt like i was like in the week or two that i played that game and like finished it or however i think it was probably like two weeks i was like engulfed in it it was like i actually felt like that was real life i was like that that's how deep like how invested i was in that game um, it was amazing. So yeah, when the second one comes out, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so that's what I'm waiting for to, to jump on my PS5. I'm not. I haven't even been like looking. Although I'm gonna get it. I'm 100 gonna get one. But it's gonna be when that game comes out because that's yeah, that's my drive. Yeah, it's it's my wife's favorite game too, and that's a lot of the reason we went to go find a PlayStation Five. Like yeah. she wanted to play that game. I don't know if she realized that the game wasn't out yet. Yeah. <laughs> you told her after, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, that's awesome. There's some things that are awesome, like. The NBA uh, game that's out is awesome. Um, there's actually a game that comes on the system called Astro's Playroom or something like that, and that's like shockingly fun. Like that's unbelievably I good. Like, I feel like they had that on the VR also. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, same it, thing. It's it's not the same game though. Like it's a game that's like more made to show off the controller because it does a bunch of new stuff. Gotcha. Um, that's pretty much it for PlayStation Five. I mean. Uh, you guys can read about it if you want to read about it. Yeah, do, you, do, you have they, any rec, do you have any guys have any recommendations for PS4 games? Because I definitely uh, I want to wean myself off of my uh, Fortnite addiction. So I've been th- I've been tossing up the Ghost of uh, Ghost of Tsushima was oh if awesome. If you didn't play that, play that. That's incredible. That's the last game I played on my PS4 Pro before I sold it. What about Assassin's Creed? I wouldn't even bother. Which one? I don't know. The one that everyone likes, I guess. I mean, there's so many. The one that everybody likes is on Xbox 360. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, Ghost of Takan- Takanaka. Ghost of Tsushima. You will you lose yourself. In and it. you can honestly get the the game Days Gone. It's a play, it was a PlayStation exclusive. Now you can get it on, on PC. Um, it's another one that's like a really, really solid story. Zombies, like end of days, basically. And, and it's these two, two bikers who are... Like trucking through it, surviving, it, and it it's okay. a really really fun game. All right, I like fun. Um, but it's it's like well acted, great story. What about um? Is there any co op? Is that what it's called when like we could play, but we're on the same team? Yeah, but the problem is like I don't have a PlayStation anymore. Oh yeah. Um, so there's no like cross platform. The only one we really like. Fortnite, we can do cross platform, which is nice. Where I can play from my computer. Yeah, you can play from your PlayStation. Fortnite. Not many games are like that, though. Oh. Okay, so yeah, go it's like this Rocket League, but I don't see us playing that. No, I, I. By the way, I have played Rocket League on my um, Switch, and I actually my daughter plays it. She it's likes fun, it. but we would have it's to go funny. two versus two. Yeah, it's fun. 
it's fun, but it's not. Um, I don't know how long it'll keep our attention. Nah. I feel like we'll play for like a, you know one night, and then we're like, all right, that's that's the we've had yeah. our fill. Is Grand Theft Auto platform? Because that was really fun. When we did that. that it's time. it's fun. My problem with them is though they just keep re-releasing the same game. Yeah. And they've been doing it for like seven years now. Like, make a new one, jerks. Yeah. My thing with Grand Theft Auto, we, when we played it, especially after playing Fortnite so much, like, Fortnite is so, like, fast. I feel like I'm, like, drudging through Grand Theft Auto a lot. Like, well, we need, like, we, I think we need evil- that. Like, this, the round comes to an end in 20 minutes. So, like, yeah. I think that keeps us enjoying it more than having to, like, keep drudge missions. Oh, well, we yeah. didn't do any missions that one time we played. It was just like, hey, I'm stealing a tractor trailer <laughs> yeah. and we're all getting in it. And then yeah. we're going to flip it and laugh. Yeah. Which was, which was super fun. It is yeah, super it is fun, fun occasionally. Yeah. It's it's definitely fun as a group. I don't... I've tried to play Grand Theft Auto by myself and, like, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it a lot and I, I'll have fun, but I do hit a point where I start getting, like... I get impatient. The best way just way to describe it is I feel like I'm like all right, enough already. Like whether it's through the dialogue or through whatever, like I feel like I I think I'm just so accustomed to the to the instant gratification of Fortnite where it's like you play around, you either win or you lose and then you play another round and you play another round and it's, it's not just, just like just Fortnite, addicting. but you say you loved Horizon and like Horizon was a story that just it moved. It, it just, never dragged. It flowed. It was like you were playing a movie. You were controlling a movie. Yeah. And all you wanted to do was literally find out the answer. Uh, yeah. Horizon, you know? like, that was a big thing. It was like Horizon had a really compelling storyline, whereas Grand Theft Auto, I don't fully know the storyline because it's like three different main <laughs> characters and like I get it. They're bad guys. and try, So it's like it's not as... It's also not a riveting story where you like need to know the answer. And I also have, have been obsessed with this concept uh, that they touch on in Horizon forever, and I think it's like such a good idea for a movie one day, is this whole idea of like, we think that we're like the first civilization on Earth, right? Because like all the artifacts, all the things that we dig up is, is like, you know, 10,000 years ago, 50,000 years ago. But the Earth's been around for billions of years. Like, is it possible that like, we had a civilization that was like booming, like, a billion years ago on earth and then it got destroyed and all of the stuff that all the remnants of that civilization have faded away and so what we see is like the dinosaurs but like this i'm saying like before the dinosaurs and i always love that concept of like we don't even know that maybe there was stuff stuff before this and i i don't know how they haven't made a movie about that yet but horizon zero dawn is kind of like that it's like the world ended and then like 300 years later She's growing up not knowing anything about 300 years That's ago. That's why I feel like they will be making a movie. Uh, they should. Well, that actually reminds me now that... So I, I started playing uh, this game called Mass Effect. They just re-released all three games in the series. And that's exactly the story of that, except for it's in space. The same idea that like there was civilization and then it like yeah, so ended like, and then restarted? Yeah, so like all the things that you find in the game... Like there's like a... The whole idea of Mass Effect is that you're in space, you're piloting a, a spaceship, and um, there's like this main space station, but the space station was built like thousands of years ago, and it was like found technology by another race, and like you don't know who built it or what its original purpose was, but people just built new things on top of it. So like they built like a city on top of like this remnant in space. I love that. I love that type of concept. I like what 
was also um, promising about that Apple TV Plus show C with Jason Momoa was similar, but they butchered it, I feel. Yeah, that was... <laughs> similar that was concept, though. Like, there was stuff there that they didn't even know what it, what it was built for, but they were still using it. Like, they had a lot of stuff like that where it was like, you know... Uh, understand like knowing how that like how to make the engine run but like not knowing how it yeah. was built and like how to make another one um that's kind of cool concept so mass effect i've heard of that game i've never never actually played it or seen it that but. game is incredible but it's also um like I, it's they didn't update the graphics like enough so it really looks pretty old yeah. but if you play through it it's like oh wow this is super interesting the story's all there it just kind of feels like video gamey. Yeah. yeah, I've hit a point in video games now where I'm all about the story. Give me, a, give me a good story and solid acting, and I'll, I'll play through. I'll play through anything. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still more on the. I'm not fully on the story arc yet for you, like like you are, but I want to be because right now I feel that, you know, there's only so much just like Fortnite, which is basically like. Fortnite is like watching a funny YouTube clip versus playing a game like Horizon is like watching an, an Oscar-winning movie. Well, also, you know what I mean? Like one is a, one is like quick, like quick thrill. The others are like more invested, more emotional investment. What's nice about Fortnite for us too is we just get to BS with each other yeah. and not fully pay attention. Like when I'm playing a game that's solo, I like to like em- embrace myself in it. Yeah. You know, and Horizon, like, that's what it was. And then all of a sudden you add Broyles from Fringe. And yeah, that whoever game, that like, actor is, is That game went from a 10 to an 11.6 for me. You know, like. Yeah. And you could tell right away that it's him. His voice is so. The, uh, it's the, the best. The guy from The Wire. He's in The Wire. Yeah. It's, the voice is the best. He's another guy that doesn't age. You watch no. The Wire and then watch, like, him now. And you're like, yeah, oh, same guy. It's like Morgan Freeman's baby picture. He's like, just looks like he does now. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> certain people just are always that. So true. So, you know, I need story to come out of some of the games that I play a lot. Like, they added this crazy story to NBA 2K21, and I'm like, take that out. Like, I just want to be, <laughs> like, I make my character, right? Like, I make LeBron Jones every year. And, LeBron Jones. And I just, I, they make me go through, like, they play, like, I have to play, like, on an NCAA team, and then, like, this guy comes out of the woodwork, and he's, like, trying to sign me to, like, an independent contract. I'm like, stop. I just want to put the ball in the hoop. Do you have to, like, do press conferences? And, yeah. Like, you have to change you after do. the game. You have to take a shower. And if you use the wrong soap, you know. I gave up on sports games a long time ago. They just they, they don't do it for me anymore. No. The, they, the, the newest NBA game is really awesome, minus all the cutscene stuff. Yeah. Right. If the Jets are good this year, I will buy Madden. That's my – that'll be the first never will sports again. game that I'll buy on a – playstation um okay what other recommendations you have jones so jones i i guess he just went to the apple store it looks like and yeah. just bought everything yeah jones, tell us about <laughs> apple um so right now i have the new ipad air with the ipad at the apple pencil i have the newest apple watch the big one the 44 millimeter one i have the new macbook pro that's the number one thing out of the whole group actually everything else is just like it's cool it works the new macbook is awesome Nice. I'm jealous. I'm still running like a 2014 or 15. We and, sh- and those are still good. Like we- the the I upgraded from a 2011 MacBook Pro, and I was totally cool with that. Yeah, like, that's the thing. That about, was pomps, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing about MacBook Pros. Like they are 
when you're buying them, that you know you're like, this is a ridiculous amount of money to spend on a laptop. You know it, like as you're doing it. But the thing is, they last a really long time and they stay good a really long time. I So I bought that 2011 MacBook Pro, sold it to Jonesy and in probably in 2015, and Jonesy used it until 2020, right? Like, think about that. That yeah. got nine years of like awesome use. I'm on year seven of mine. And it runs better than a new like HP you would go buy from Best Buy today. Yeah. I have then the 2015 that I bought to replace the 2011 one that I gave to, uh, sold to Jonesy, my wife uses now and it's like perfect. It's like more power than she'll ever need yeah. ever. Every year I it. do a complete uh, operating system reinstall and it's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Now, if you bought, if I bought a, uh, Toshiba laptop in 2011. You think that thing would still be in use right now? 2013 would have been it would have been maxed out. Oh yeah, 2013 it would have been completely obsolete and you and just look old. That's the other thing. They look old fast. Yeah. Right? Look at take, just look at a laptop from like 2015 that's not a Mac. Just tell me it doesn't look like it's kind of amazing. Jones's looks awesome though. Yeah. Is that what is it like Space Gray? Yeah, it's space gray. It um, almost looks black. It's so dope. I have the same one. I don't know if you know. We're recording this podcast on it. His looks way darker than yours. Well, his gets out more. God, he has a tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this, uh, yours is also under a, a under lamp a light, with yeah. a bulb. It looks like it's from 1912. <laughs> so it's like yellowish. It's an Edison bulb is what they call those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. that I've had that bulb, the same bulb for like five years and it hasn't died yet. Isn't that crazy? Meanwhile, like every other light bulb in this house blows and like just switch to LED, bro. I need to. Uh, is that your recommendation? Yeah, uh, I mean, always. <laughs> the last thing I'll cap off is uh, it's got the M1 processor. They switched from Intel to their own brand of silicon this year. Yeah, and it's pretty great. Anyone who was like apprehensive about switching over to it or like thinks like, oh, maybe my old software won't work. Everything will work. Everything will work. Awesome. Man. Like all That's the great. music recording software that I use, none of it's technically supported. Everything works as advertised. I'm not going to lie. I literally may buy one right now or on the show. What a MacBook Pro? Yeah. Do it. There's a new one's coming out. But that's the thing, like, you buy one, and then there's a month always, later, a new one comes out, and you're like, ah, oh, I should have waited. Dude, there's always but, a new one coming out. I, I don't wrap myself up in that. It doesn't really matter. I have, I bought the one, the mod, I have the one that's like a, a, a year earlier than Jones's, so mine is still Intel. It is so powerful. I can't complain at all. It, it's insane. Like what I can do on my MacBook without even like flinching. Like we're doing the podcast, like recording the podcast is like a joke. This doesn't take up any power. Whereas that used to be something we used to have to worry about. It's like, are we going to take up too much memory by recording a long episode? Like that doesn't matter anymore. And that's a great thing. I, I think I'm going to do it. Nice. I'm not joking. I'm literally. <laughs> Don't do it on the show, though. You might make it. You might like miss a setting or something. Like, <laughs> also, I'm going to say that uh, people like kind of went bananas about. It's only got two ports on the side of it. They're both Thunderbolt, like the newest Thunderbolt. And I thought that that was going to be like a major limitation at the time. It's totally not. Oh, not at all. Especially, by the way, c- could I throw in a recommendation in your section? Sure. Of course, dude. There's like docking stations that are, <laughs> there's docking stations that um, are perfect for, for the MacBook Pro with the USB-C. And that's what I use. When I plug my MacBook 
into my docking station. It's just one wire. It's a USB-C that goes right into um, one of those ports. And everything else is just connected to that docking station. My monitor, um, whether it's headphones or uh, like the internet. So I have hardwired into my docking station. So when I'm plugged in, I'm not even using Wi-Fi. All into a, into a powered docking station that also charges my laptop while it's plugged in. So it's like everything all Is that there. it right there? That black, that little gray rectangle, yeah. It's like 200 bucks though, but it was Do you worth Did it. you guys get the touch bar or no? Yeah, I have the touch bar. Do you? Yeah, mine's got it. It's, it's cool. People like, I know there's people that like hate the touch bar and I think they're getting rid of it, but I like it. It also makes it look like super futuristic. Hmm. The people like, that, the people that have to use like the F function keys that would probably make me crazy, but there's no program that I own or use frequently that needs it. So to me, I, I do use the Touch Bar a lot. There's a bunch of things that are programmed into it that I kind of like. Oh, this does have it. I'm just an idiot. I'm sorry. I'll tell you. You want to know some practical uses in GarageBand? So right now I have the laptop lid closed and we're using the monitor. But when I'm like, if we were recording music, I would have the laptop lid open and would use the touch bar for like, I can change the, the EQ, the bass, the treble, whatever. Like there's like the mixing board is like in the touch bar and I could like, I could hit treble and then like a treble bar comes up and then I could slide it with my finger and then hit bass or whatever. And like I could control all of that. So things like GarageBand, um, it's awesome. Any video editing, you could like scan back and forth. Like you could see what part of the, of the, of the video on the touch bar and be like, you just like tap your finger to like that part of the video. You see what I'm saying? Um, well, if you're using, if you're like a business nerd like me and you're on PowerPoint, when you're in PowerPoint, like you could change the color of like, you could draw a bot, like you could hit, like create a, like a, a, a shape and then you could say color it red, like all on the touch bar. That's super cool. You yeah. guys are literally selling me right now. Yeah. Because people hate on the touch bar. Like, is it necessary? Absolutely not. Can you live without it? Of course you can. If you need function keys, like permanently always uh, on, on, on display, it might be annoying to do one extra step to hit the function key. So I get why people would say that, but like, it's definitely cool. And I would miss it if I didn't have it. I'd be like, my computer would look less cool. It would have a, a little bit less, you know, functionality. Is that the 13? The 13 inch, yeah. Awesome. Done. Yeah, it's the best. Um, yeah, mine's a 13 also. Awesome. It's... um. Well, I'm going to join the club, guys. Nice. From what I understand, it's, this is still the only one that's available. It's a 13-inch M1 MacBook Pro. You can buy a 16-inch that's still Intel. Yes, that's what, I, that's what I'm seeing here. It's too big. That's why I don't, I I don't it. need it, though. I don't need the, the 16. No, never. No one should ever get a laptop bigger than 14 inches. And I my, mostly... is my opinion. That's I mostly run take. mine through my curved monitor, so it's not like... Yeah, that's exactly. Dude, I bought my mom a 15-inch laptop and I like I kind of didn't want to do it, but she was like, "No, I want a bigger screen because like so I can watch movies on it." I'm like, "No, you're going to end up plugging it into a monitor, mom. I'm telling you. That's what I'm so I, which is actually what I did. I bought them a curved screen. But when I pick up her 15-inch Mac uh, uh Toshiba or whatever, and I like flip it up, I'm like, "This thing is monstrous. Like it's just too big and it's just like clunky." 13 inches is perfect. Um, yeah, I plug mine into a 55-inch TV. Like, I have, like, a Samsung yeah. 4K that it goes into. Yeah, I'm really happy with... I should recommend curved monitors, by the way. An ultra-wide Maybe curved. next... I think next show we'll talk about our curved monitors. 
Yes, because we've been doing a lot of electronics talk. We have. Yeah. All right. So and we haven't even got to your wrecks yet. Okay. So I have a lot of wrecks, but I'm not gonna. Go, I'm not gonna deep dive into all of them. Jones's wreck literally just cost me like fifteen hundred bucks. So. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, all right. So my first recommendation is um, uh, Masterclass. I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of Masterclass, but it's it is it's a little pricey. It's one hundred and eighty dollars a year for the membership. But when you buy it, you get, you could give, um, you could give it to another person for a year. So base, so base. Oh no, I think you actually get two memberships for the price of one. At least when I did it. So it's really like ninety dollars, but you have to find someone else to do it with you. Um, but for one hundred and eighty dollars a year, you get access to all of these classes that are hosted by super famous people or people who are like experts in their field teaching you whatever you want to learn. Like what are we talking? Like uh, trades I'll, or like programs? I'll give, yeah, I'll give you some examples of some of my favorite ones. So I'll start with um, uh, comedy writing. Judd Apatow does a comedy writing one. And he explains a whole thing about comedy and like the, the art of comedy and like how you, where how to find humor and things and how to, you know... Then uh, that one was really good, really good. And he's also from Long Island, so like it's cool. Like he talks about that a lot, and like how, like in his like how his childhood, you know, where he found humor and thing and like everyday things, and how he became like kind of a, a student of the craft of comedy. Um, uh, there's another guy. I think his name is Chris Voss. He's not famous, but he's really, really successful in his field. He was a an FBI um, uh, hostage negotiator who was like ama- like so skilled at that of the skill of negotiation that now he's a business consultant and he gets paid like millions of dollars to teach you know CEOs and like executives how to negotiate and like understanding people and he he if if nothing else if people just like watched this guy's thing it's he like breaks down human psychology and how to um, you know, calm people down when they're angry, how to de-escalate situations. And I think funny enough, when I was listening to it, I thought a lot about the days of bartending and like watching you guys when you're bouncing and like dealing with like drunk idiots who are like heated. And um, he talks all about like, all, he, like teaches you how to, how to deal with people who, who are, you know, irrational. Um, he we teaches, actually, we get that class at work. Where I, where I work at the police department. Do you really? With yeah. that guy, by any chance? Not that guy, but they do bring someone in from the FBI. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Just great. to intervene real quick, I meant to drop it sooner, but I got a new job recently, and I also now work at a police department. Oh, yeah, you guys are both 911 operators. Not the same as Jones' department, but I'm in a, I'm in a, a different department. You guys should call 911 on each but other. But it's because of Jones that I like I took the test and got the job. So thanks, bro. It all panned out. Yeah, I took the awesome. test in like 2016 and like it finally happened. I'm so happy for you, both of you guys. I feel like both of your lives are all coming together really nicely. Well, We're all like, coming up Millhouse, man. Yeah. I think you're going to find too. There's, you're going to really like doing that kind of job. You are. I've I, only been there for about two and a half weeks now. So this is like really fresh in my life. Yeah. And you're... And, and you're uh, skills with people and like de-escalating situations as a bouncer is going to be huge when you're on the phone with people who are and crazy. my computer skills have like blown everyone there away because apparently it took them all like months to learn the program that i already mastered in like six days oh that's awesome so that was like my my thing so yeah it. thanks jones nice 
Well, when you take your the hostage hostage negotiating uh, de-escalation class, maybe it's, it'll be this guy. But anyway, that was that was another one. And then um, there's even one I watch. Actually, I would just I'd watch all random ones just to. Is there spice like a lot? A lot. There's a lot in there. I watched Nancy Cartwright. Is that her name? Who does the From voice the Sim- of Simpsons? Bart Simpson about how to become a voice actor? Like watching her. Like she's probably one of the most famous voice actors of all time if you think about what it. what i love about this wreck is this i thought this was going to be like um you know how to get better at excel oh god like, no no how no. to like repair a carburetor on your car like the normal stuff like, no this that's is youtube totally, videos this man is just totally watch youtube different. for that no that's that it's it's totally different it's it's See, more, now the 180 doesn't sound like a lot of money at all no i mean and i'm just scratching the surface like neil degrasse tyson has one I actually, the reason I bought it was because I really wanted to learn how to play chess. So I watched the, the, this guy, Gary Gasparov, he's like the best chess master. I taught you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting pretty good now, but nobody, it's hard to find people to play chess with me. I would love to play chess. I have nobody else to play chess with. All right, well, I'm going to send you, because uh, I found an app that... Oh, it, no, no. I only play with real pieces. Oh, we'll do that too. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I actually like to wanted, sit down and like have a drink and like be a, like that's fun. I asked, Kat, I asked Kathy for a chess set for Christmas and she's like, Chris, it's a pandemic. Nobody, I have a, who are we going to play have chess a with? I'm like, good point. But now that we're back. I have a glass one, but I want like a really classic wooden one. But dude, I'm buying one t- tonight. As soon as we get that's off so this, cool. I'm buying one and we're playing chess like every Friday. Oh, that's, so, that's so cool, dude. You know what? Terry wants to play too. Would you guys play with her? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But only in person. I think that's the, what we're saying now, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I won't do the, the stupid over the phone or online ones you know what sucks about multiplayer online with chess is like you make a move and like you have to like text your friend and be like yo it's your turn three days go by you're like all right this is this is getting out of hand you know what else whereas like in person it's more like you're in the moment you know you know what else happens with that too it's it's easy to cheat (laughs) it's easy to be like oh that person made that move let me google like yeah what my next possible moves are and what my best chances are that's a good point it's a lot harder in person to play not even just from the cheating aspect but like the seeing the board like mm-hmm. you, it's easier to see the board when it's like flat 2d and like okay i could do this i could do this i'm by no means good i just enjoy playing the game oh yeah i'm not i'm bad I, don't get me wrong i'm bad but i at least i, I know the rules now <laughs> i had to learn how to i had to learn the rules and like learn a little bit of the strategy having like a nice glass of bourbon maybe pick up a pipe like that to yeah. me that's a that's an enjoyable friday evening all right well that's what we're doing wear a robe but I'm going to like, you know me, once I get it in my head, like I'm going to just nag you. I'm like, hey, tonight? And you're like, no, I can't. I got a thing. I'm like, tomorrow night? And you're like, no, I can't. I have a thing. I'm like, two nights from now? And so eventually you're going to. Well, what's nice is this summer I'm only going to uh, do Saturday nights at the bar. Okay. Because I want to leave myself Friday nights for me we and could... Sunday days and evenings for me, you know? Yeah, I like it. And well, Saturday mornings for this, if that's, if that's going to be like the plan going forward. Yeah, whenever you guys have the, the the tougher schedules, but I like morning. I like morning podcasting. I don't know if you guys could tell when we're doing a morning one or a night one. This is a morning one, and I feel like it's more. I don't know, more lively. I'm always more lively for the more. I love 10 a.m. Saturday morning shows. Like that's. Dude, when we do I our Friday night shows, it's I've been talking for like 14 hours. My brain's fried. I can't form a sentence. That's the point. Like I haven't yeah. had a break from the week yet. It's just like a continuation from my already busy week. Yeah. Whereas Saturday morning, I just had a night to sleep, a good breakfast, yeah. a terrible coffee that I'm drinking right now that's just not hitting the spot. Yeah, it's not great. Because it has Fruity Pebbles creamer in it. I never put creamer in my coffee. <laughs> um, but Saturday mornings for me are where it's at. Yeah. And Masterclass, I have to look into. Yeah. So Masterclass is his own website or is it YouTube or? 
It's a website slash app, and it also has an app on Fire Stick, so you can watch it on your TV. Uh, that's good to know. Yeah. It makes it very convenient. And it, just think of it like, it's like, ne- like you know, Netflix for... for Hungry brains. For Yeah, exactly. Because when you're flipping through, like there's like sections, there'll be like food, right? Like, so you could watch ones on like, where like Wolfgang Puck does one on cooking. So if you want to, if you're really into cooking, you want to like learn tricks of the trade from Wolfgang Puck, you can watch those. Like I actually watched a few episodes of that with, with my wife. I'm not like a huge, like that's not like super my thing, but I, I was intrigued by Wolfgang Puck. Like one little thing, you like to cook. I love to cook, yeah. I thought this was so interesting. It's so stupid. Most people listening would be like, why is that that interesting to you? He, Wolfgang Puck was like, while he was, everything he cooked, I noticed he was always making a thing about pepper. He would say, I always take my pepper and I always toast it. He like takes the pepper, you know, like the peppercorns, like while they're still a ball, mm-hmm. and he like puts them in a tray in the oven while he's doing other stuff, and gets them toasted, and then he comes in, then he crushes it. And I was like, that's like a random thing that you would have never thought to do. I don't know if you've ever watched Babish on YouTube. No, the chef, uh, he likes to toast his own seasonings and then grind them, and it's awesome. I've always like loved that he did that. So there you go. He also it's has a thing. watch Babish binging with Babish. Yeah. He's got millions of. He's like a super mega. He's the only uh, food show I watch. His. I just want you to hear his voice. That's the only. You'll love the show, but just listen to his voice. It's the most gorgeous bass tone you will ever hear. Oh yeah. I'm like a bald, bearded white man. It is just incredible. That sounds lovely. I. Sh- I wish. I wish that was my voice. There's this uh, YouTube channel. You have a nice voice. You guys both have very nice voices. Not me. I sound like Joe Pesci, but you guys. <laughs> you don't. In your head, you might, but you don't. It's in my head. My voice is like, it sounds like a chipmunk. If you were like an octave up, I could see where you get Pesci, but I don't think you're not there right now. I f- what, like right. This is my normal voice right here. Is this? Would you consider this medium range? I would say medium. That's a medium. I could go medium, but like it's starting to go up the high. As I, the more excited I get. If I get really excited, it goes on. <laughs> um, all right. So that was my first recommendation. I was like, oh, I'm not going to go deep into any of them. Um, but that one you kind of had to. I understand. Yeah. So the second recommendation is actually as of last night, I watched on a super impulse, I watched the ZZ Top documentary. <laughs> what? That's kind of weird. So weird. I'm so glad I did. Because ZZ Top is one of those bands where like they are a complete mystery to me. I like know nothing about about them, except that they had really long beards. But like the whole story, like the history of them, um, and how they became ZZ Top, how they the beard started. Like they actually didn't look like that at all. They looked like a normal, like they almost looked like a country band that played rock music in their first, like their first big major world tour, and then they took three years off after like a really long tour. And when they came back from their hiatus, they all grew beards without talking to each other. Like they all weren't talking to each other for like three years. They all came back and they all grew beards and they were like, well, that's funny that we all did that. And, and, but, um, they never shaved. And then that became like their signature look. The, well, it worked. Yeah. But, the, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely worked. I, I mean, like that, they might be the most famous beards in history. Like can you name a more famous beard than the ZZ top beards. I don't think so. No, I don't think I can. And I was so weirded out while I was watching the thing. I was like, oh, let me look, look these guys up. And I looked up the drummer who doesn't have a beard. And, you know, lo and behold, his name is Frank Beard. 
The one guy in the band that doesn't have a beard is Frank Beard. So I recommend it, though. It's very, very good, um, especially for the music peeps out there. Um, and then my other recommendation on oh, Netflix. Let me say one more thing. Billy Gibbons is one of the craziest guitar players ever. And a lot of the reason that certain instruments themselves are famous are because of him. Like, not a lot of people would play Gibson Les Pauls if he didn't play one first. Yeah, I feel like they were very, very groundbreaking. They also, not even just the instruments, to your point, but also the whole Texas pride thing. They made a big thing about, like, they were from Texas, and back in that time, so when they first started, it was, like, 1969, being from Texas was, like, embarrassing. So people would lie and say that they were from, like, San Francisco. So Janis Joplin was an example. She was from Texas, but she kind of played, played it off like she was always from San Francisco. And they, when ZZ Top first came out, people didn't know what to make of them because they looked like they were a country band, but then they played blues, but, then they, but it, was, it wasn't like actual blues. It was like, it was like bastardized blues that was really just more like rock and roll. So publicists, reporters, they like ignored them. They dismissed them because they like couldn't put a finger on like, how do you describe these guys? And they used to call them like that little band from Texas. And that was like the, like a dig at them. Like they were like not, they were not actually rock star material. Like they were like second class rock band. And so they, after not doing well for a while, they said, screw it. We should just embrace, embrace it. So they did a whole tour called like the Texas worldwide tour or whatever. And they brought like cows on, on the tour with them. They brought, like all the, like buzzards they'd have like they basically put like a farm on stage with them and just like rubbed it in everyone's faces that they were from Texas and um it blew up and then like becoming proud of being a Texan became a thing like they they were like credited for like starting that whole vibe and now you know anyone everyone from Texas is like an a-hole about it <laughs> they really love being from texas i mean we come from new york <laughs> we're just as bad. we're just as bad let's not kid ourselves yeah it's like oh you're from uh insert any state like oh i'm from new york no big deal yeah yeah like like that guy willie joel he made it like <laughs> super popular to be from long island yeah. oh yeah willie joel yeah so i i zz top definitely the other one is uh, it's gonna be hit or miss it's gonna people are gonna love it people are gonna hate it but the kaminsky method on netflix is so damn good totally feel that like you've done this before no, but the season three just dropped it like yesterday. So why I'm bringing it up is because season three is the final season. I watched the entire thing last night, end to end, until like three in the morning, and I legitimately got misty. I like got teary eyed, like for real. And I don't cry for much. So anyway, I think those are going to be the ones I'm going to stick to because I yeah. really have a billion. You had a nice list. I'll do the other ones next week. I'll save some for next okay, week. Okay, fair enough. All right, that was our recommendations. That was solid. That felt good. That was good. That was good. So I'm literally buying a MacBook because of that segment. So yeah, you are. And maybe Masterclass. I may buy you Masterclass as a birthday present. It's, maybe I'll buy you I'm, both Masterclass actually, and split it. You no, know, like you guys got each get one. Thing. Honestly, that's a that sounds like something so cool. And I I have such a hard time finding anything I want to watch anymore that I just like blindly go through YouTube and go down rabbit holes. That that would be something interesting. Yeah. Well, that's I'm, I'm really I'm really interested in that. Actually. Me too. That's where I'm getting to. Like, I don't, it's really hard for me, especially this whole pandemic, man. It was really hard for me to find stuff to keep me. The problem is I watched everything I wanted to in the beginning. Yeah. So for the first month of the pandemic, I had COVID and I watched like everything in the world that I wanted to because I couldn't leave my basement. 
Yeah. Remember when we tried to do an episode while you had COVID <laughs> on remote? You guys don't realize this. The, to the listeners at home, you don't realize this, but we like tried to do a couple episodes we did. during the pandemic and they just sucked. So we, like, they were, we did them remotely. The sound quality was bad. Eric was dying. Um, so it's just like if you want to listen to and then Eric and then Eric coughing like like, nonstop we'll we'll post those episodes we did another episode where like we did we did like the like after Jones did Jones and Friends me and you did um, one from a hotel room we lost that audio that was we've had a couple of misfires uh, so we didn't lose the audio my mic never recorded so it was like me across the hotel room coming through your mic yeah it'd be like hey Eric how's everything going (laughs) <laughs> that's basically what it sounded like because we recorded from two beds while like laying down with microphones and like mine happened to not record I think we need to redo that though we need to do an episode where all three of us are just laying in bed that was the most comfortable position I've ever been in while recording a show Jones would you be comfortable it'll be a king size bed so we'll have a little bit of space if the three of us just got in a bed together with three mics and just did an episode the same bed yeah yeah, yeah cool with me I mean one time uh, me Pomp and our friends Rob and Steak uh, we all laid in my king size bed and watched the replacements together. Yeah, we did, and that was fantastic. That was a good day. <laughs> that was a great day. Oh man. Um, okay, so that was a fantastic recommendation section. Probably the longest one we've ever done. Yeah, that was a good one. This is going to be like a two-hour episode. It's I hope, okay. Are you guys good with that? That's it doesn't fine. matter to me. I mean, I feel like people. We're going to do the ask yeah. us anything's right. Oh, of course. All right. How do we lead into that one? Do you remember? Um, that we have a song for that. Um, so do we sing it? No, but that'd be funny if we just if I just told you yes and made you be like, yeah, you remember you go. You, but you but lead the it thing up. is, I don't know the song, so it would have just been. It's just it's like oh, it's yeah, like techno this music. Is the... No, that's, nope, recommend- that's We just did that already. <laughs> no, it's the one that goes. Um, it's like it sounds like eighties techno music. It's like and it's like ask us anything. Does it go? Does it go for for feedback loop? No, that's the feedback loop. Which we can't do this week because we have no feedback. But next week we can do that. Yes, next week we can do the feedback loop. And that one goes, feedback loop. And then you hear me in the background go, that's amazing. That's right. And I go, we're professionals. Is it the one that goes, Emmy, can you say dinner for dessert? No, that's the intro. All right. So this next segment is Ask Us Anything. Eric, hit it. So that's the song. Yeah, I, I I remembered it, but I it was weirder than I remembered. I'm not going to lie. It still doesn't sound familiar to me. I feel like I've never heard that before. <laughs> and if, I'm not joking. If anything, I don't know if this is a weird way to describe the sound, a sound, but it sounded Eastern European. It sounded like communist Russia. I get it. Does that make sense? 1,000%. It makes sense, but it doesn't sound like that to me. It sounds like, um, to me, that sounds like... Do you remember like the instructional videos that we would watch in like the eighties in school? Yes. Like it sounds like that would been would have been ripped right out of it, except for maybe not the drum beat. That's drum like the, you, would that be like the transition music between like you know now we're gonna it would be like you know um, 
Bill Nye the science guy, but like the 80s guy. Mr. Wizard? Is that his name? Remember Yeah, him? we had Mr. Wizard. Yeah. Mr. Wizard be like, okay, now we're going to take this experiment outside. And then so there's like a quick transition where they, they go from the inside shot to the outside shot. And then that song would play for like 10 seconds. Yeah, fair enough. And then they would fade it out and he'd be like, okay, now we're outside. All right. So we have some Ask Us Anythings. We put this up last night and I think... Um, dust came out of people's phones when we posted on Instagram. <laughs> and so the fact that we got anybody even still following us on Instagram is a shock after this year uh, long hiatus, but we got some questions and uh, Jonesy's going to start Jonesy. You want to read one? Yeah. This one comes from listener Tom. <laughs> I don't know why that's <laughs> continue. This comes from Tom in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> and he, then Tom asks, where the hell have you guys been? Part of my language. Oh, I mean, simple. Eric's uh, zipper got stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> and that's pretty much it, man. That was it. Yeah, his zipper got stuck. And then finally, when he got it unstuck, we did a show. And yeah. that's, that's happening right now. So you're welcome. Yeah. So that's it. All right. What's the next one? This one comes from listener Isaac. Isaac says... Where the hell have you guys been? <laughs> well, let me take this one. So um, Pop went on a family vacation right before uh, COVID started, and he actually got trapped in South America for the last year. They would not let him back. Um, but now that uh, air, airplane restrictions have been lifted, he was able to come home with his family, um, beard a little fuller, tan a little darker. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, you got this happens to everybody right like you have that weird moment where like you're hiking on like a big cliff and you slide down and you get stuck and you get your arm wedged between two huge boulders you you guys know like happens everyone yeah it's like a rite of passage right so my arm was stuck in this between these two boulders for like um it had to be at least three weeks and luckily my wife would come, you know, every once in a while and, and, and give me some, some, some warm well water to drink and keep me alive. And, uh, um, I just really didn't want to cut my arm off. I knew that's like what I'm supposed to do. Like that's what like everyone who goes through this does. So James but, Franco to that time when he was hiking and it happened. Yeah. Like Jimmy Franco was like, you know, I'm just gonna cut my arm off. Right. So I could go home and, 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 and eat some uh, Taco Bell, but I didn't. <laughs> do it because I really wanted to keep my arm so I had to stay there for a couple of weeks until they finally um, uh, removed the boulder which was good um, and I got out but then I was stuck there because then COVID hit to your point and we ended up stuck there for this entire year but the government took care of you so that was very nice they give you a place to stay I think they thought that I was actually Argentinian <laughs> I guess I kind of look like I'm you Argentinian do. You do. so they just thought I was one of them with just a weird accent so, so that happened Anyway, were you Guillermo instead of Will? <laughs> I was Gu- <laughs> How do you say Jack in uh, in Spanish? Yak. <laughs> I was Guillermo Jack. Um, it wasn't funny, but I tried. Thank you for the courtesy laugh. Um, what's the next question? This one comes from listener Lucy, and Lucy says no. No, oh. <laughs> I don't think that's a question. I think that's just a. Is that a response to us asking her to ask us anything? Well, what did you put on the, on the gram? I said, um, ask us anything. Uh, and then I also put up like a little gif on it that said, just do it. Or do it now. So she's either not doing it now or not asking us anything. Yeah, she's basically mad. It sounds like she's mad at us, maybe. We're, did you do anything? We're, we're sorry. Did you do something wrong? I just always say I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Did you do anything wrong, Jonesy? I mean, I've done plenty wrong, but... Because she's like mad. At, she might be mad at us, and I don't know why. I'm trying to think of what she would be mad at me about. <laughs> a lot of things, though, because I'm kind of weird like that. Hey, you're kind of a, you're an offensive person. You have an offensive odor. Has anyone ever said that, like in real life, to someone? I don't know how well that would go over. No, it wouldn't be good. I, I've I've been given the word aroma, <laughs> not odor. <laughs> aroma kind of is like a midway point between smell and. That's the Italian nice way of saying it. Yeah. Aroma. <laughs> <laughs> you stinky aroma. Guillermo aroma. <laughs> Your aroma smell like uh, Lipton soup, like onions. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that's body like natural body odor, like un, you know, unfiltered body odor. Doesn't smell horrible. It just smells like onions and food. There was always that kid in elementary school whose house just always smelled like Lipton soup. Yeah, it's just a body odor smell. Like natural body odor. Like you guys know what I'm saying? Like it's not offensive. I mean, like you don't want to smell like body odor, but like it's not like a smell that makes you gag. No. The, the, there's certain smells that are, I'll use the word offensive. The smell of other people's throw up. That is the probably the worst smell in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that and... um uh. Like uh, Pecorino Romano cheese. Oh, just like cheese, like foot, foot, smelly feet? Because that's what that cheese smells like. Provolone, like that's what that smells like. Like cheddar doesn't smell like that. Yeah. Port wine doesn't smell like Swiss that. Swiss cheese, provolone, yeah, Pecorino yeah. Romano. Those are harsh. Parmesan. They're harsh, harsh cheeses, harsh scents, harsh, yeah. harsh aromas. Yeah. Like body odor itself, right? Am I making sense though? Like body odor itself, it's like not... It doesn't like make you like gag. Gag. Yeah. You just go. Oh, you need. You should probably yeah, take yeah, a shower. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and it's not to be confused with the recess smell either. Do you, does that make sense to you when I say that? Because that's a mix of dirt too. That's like smell and uh, sweat and cold have like their own smell, and you could always tell it when kids came back in from recess. All of a sudden, it smelled like that in the classroom. Oh yeah, the smell of cold is a great is a great call out. Like people don't realize that cold does definitely have a smell. Mm-hmm. Um, the smell of sweat and the smell of body odor are slightly different, I feel. Especially like little kid sweat. Little yeah. kid sweat is kind of smells like dirt too, because it just they mm-hmm. just they're just collecting dirt on their sweaty skin. Yeah. And then uh and that's that's that. Um Cold has its own smell, rain has its own smell, it's almost sweet. Yeah. Rain, rain actually has a name, it's called petrichor. Okay. And there's a thing that happens, it's like ozone and a bunch of other stuff. Well, it's a very sweet smell. Yeah, I, to me it it's it smells um funky, but in not a bad way, not a horrible way, but it doesn't I could tell the sweetness, but it also smells like it's like something's off. Mm-hmm. But in a, in a like I'm like, "Oh, it's about the rain." Yeah, yeah, the pre-rain smell. Yeah. And then um here's another smell that I that not many people have have the pleasure of uh, enjoying. <laughs> And I, because I worked at a, a supermarket called Sea Town, which was so grimy that it actually got shut down, <laughs> uh, and was in the news for being disgusting. So uh, <laughs> I remember, it yeah, well. they interviewed me. There's actually a quote of me in the newspaper, being like, "Yeah, that shit was nasty." Um, the smell of rotted watermelon, because what would happen is we would stack all the watermelons in like this big pile. That's one I don't know. And the pile would the weight of the pile would crush the watermelons on the bottom sometimes and like you're not going to move all those watermelons to get that crushed watermelon so you just leave hell no so the crushed watermelon so every once in a while the the store starts to stink you have to take all the watermelons out and what's on the bottom is sludge it's like watermelon 
that rotted and fermented into sludge and there's flies and nastiness and mold and that is one of the most horrible smells you could ever smell. Like is that it, will make you gag. Rotting meat is also another one that'll make you gag. Rotting meat smells very similar to this. Yeah. Well, I worked as like before this job, I was a custodian in a, a junior high school and all the food for our school district gets kept in freezers in our basement of our building. And one summer, about four years ago, the freezers went down, but the alarm never alerted us. So about three uh, weeks later, we started like smelling something in the halls, like a floor above this concrete hidden basement inside these enclosed metal freezers. And uh, we traced the, the smell down to that basement and everything had rotted in those freezers. And it was the worst. Uh, I still sometimes will like wake up with the smell in my nose. And like have to have like a like a drink to get back to bed to like shake it. Oh man. I just imagine like one of your like fellow custodians got locked in, in there and <laughs> you just found his corpse. That would have been such a better story. His name would clearly be Willie. Right? <laughs> yeah, like totally. Any any big big I, custodian name. Yeah. Oh, big if you're a custodian, custodian, if you do any type of groundskeeping, yeah. um, yeah, your name's probably Willie. Um that's amazing. Okay. So that's so Lucy's mad at us. Sorry, Lucy. Um, we apologize. We don't know why, but, you know, we apologize. All right. I hope Lucy was happy with that answer. <laughs> this one comes from listener Kyle. Kyle says, make an episode. Kyle, here's the deal. We thought about it, and then we decided that we really didn't want to do the show anymore. So we yeah. are no longer going to make episodes. Yeah. Well, um, we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're recording this one right now. <laughs> But we're not going to post it because we're not. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're gonna we're gonna do it. I think weekly. We're going back to weekly, yes. right? We're all back in. That is correct. Yeah. All in, and we promise. Like you know, we'll keep it consistent. I think this pandemic really. Um, you know, we talked a lot about about doing the show uh, during the pandemic, and we knew that. From a business perspective and an entertainment value perspective, like what a ripe opportunity for us to put out content for everybody who's at home and bored out of their minds. We knew that, but honestly, our heads weren't in it. Like the pandemic, like killed our mojo. Everyone's mojo was wrecked. You have two young children in the house. Like there wasn't there. It just wasn't worth it at that time to put out like an even worse product than we normally do, and to like put other people in jeopardy. It wasn't yeah. worth it. It was like either do it in person and, and roll the dice that we, you know. I was always very adamant about not doing the remote show. And I have my reason for that. I just feel like we're better when we're in the same room. And I, even if it's only a fraction of a point essier, I don't want that put out there. And I know, I know it's always like irked you that I hate doing the remote show. No, it doesn't. It doesn't irk me that we don't do the remote show. I just like in my we ha we have different um, points of view. My point of view is like it's better to do like a, a half-ass show than no show. But I also understand your point of view, which is like when we do a show, it should be it should be the 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 quality that we've you know worked yes. hard to get to. Yes, absolutely. That's one hundred percent it. You know, and people, I like us all in this room. You know, people don't realize, I think, the amount of, you know, trial and error that it's taken to get us to, to become 
podcasters to this to this level. Like I know now that it's almost become like a, a joke. Like oh, everybody's got a podcast. Yeah, for sure. Anyone could turn on a microphone and do a show. Like we have, you know, recorded pieces. We have segments. We have a lot of you know tweaking of equipment to get things to so that even it just, doesn't sound like we're talking into a yeah, tin box. You the know? actual equipment we use. Just how how many times we've upgraded over the last. However, how long has it been since we we touched, grabbed a mic and did the first ever episode of anything? Ten years. Ten. That's what I'm saying. Over a decade, we've gone through so many things to just make it more audibly appealing for you. And you could, and and, and I. So I totally get you. Don't want to then now do a show where it sounds like you're listening to someone on over the internet, which it does sound like. And no matter what we do, there's going to be like skipping and like you're going to talk and your voice is going to get all digital sounding for two seconds and then come back. Like a Linkin Park remix. Yeah. You know, remember when we, when we first started doing the show, we used to use such powerful equipment because we were using music equipment. That's when we were doing the band um, in full in full swing. So we were just using um, like Pro Tools level stuff. And that also meant that every time we mixed down the show, we had to listen to the entire show to mix it down. Remember that, Jones? Yeah, that's actually not a thing with Pro Tools anymore, which is kind of nice. But only recently. Yeah, but we used to have to literally, like, so if yeah. the episode was two hours long, that means we would have to, like, do two hours of mix down, at least. And if you did the mix down, then you listen back, you're like, oh, my God, the settings are bad, the EQ is bad. You'd have to mix it down again. And not only that, Jones, I, feel, <laughs> I may be making this up, but I feel like he actually bought a full computer, like, tower and monitor down to the studio. It wasn't a laptop. Oh, it was a tower in a right? Oh, no, it was a, it was a Windows tower. Yeah, one hundred. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of equipment to do that. Yeah, it was, and honestly, what we were using now sounds exactly the same, if not better. Yep, in a more compact size. But we've we've had to go through a lot of what do you say trials and tribulations. Yeah, man. to get here, and I'm just I'm glad I'm I'm happy with where we're at, and I never even want to take that tiny step back. So that's my stance on it. So to answer your question, Kyle, uh, fine, we'll make a friggin' episode. One, one a week, actually. Um, but that means, Kyle, that you have to listen every week. Yep. And um, we definitely need to do an in-person event. We were, that's what we were gearing so, up yeah, towards. We I don't were, know if everyone remembers, but like, absolutely. that's what we were building up to right before the pandemic hit. We were working through doing something in April. It was going to be April, yep. and then March is when uh, COVID hit. And I'm not going to lie, I was so excited to do that. I think that would be one of the most fun evenings. I think it would be amazing. Oh. And I would love to turn it. In. I've been thinking about it. Like, imagine we turned it into like a game show in person where, so it's not just like the three of us sitting in, you, you've seen live radio shows at, at bars. It's like, there'll be like three guys sitting in front of a table with a laptop talking to the mic and like people just like at the bar. Like that's cool and fun. But like, I feel like we could take it up in another notch where it's like, no, it's like an event. You know, like it's like an in, it's like a live event, like a TV show, except we're capturing the audio that you could listen back as a podcast. Yeah, there's like well. so many things I want to do with it. I'd love to have a live musician. I'd love to, you know, maybe yeah. somebody who's striving to be a stand-up comedian come out and do a quick 10, 15 minute set. Like, just I want things. I want it to just be a, a, a bunch of things that make all of us happy. We could do an, a, an, a live in-person ask us anything. We could make they, we could play game like we could do like um, competitions where like the audience members could be like they'll give us an improv thing and like each of us will have to come up with like an on the spot 
ridiculous answer yes. and then they'll vote on which one was the funniest yes like to me that's super fun like where else are you having an evening like that yeah like they'll, they'll say like eric how did you you know spend your summer vacation and you have to on the fly just like make up a story and then whatever like and then they'll just vote yeah and, and, and they'll now, just have crowd participation and then just a lot of drinking yes also. Is this thing uh, being recorded as a podcast on the release, or are we doing like strictly a live show that happens only for that audience? I was, you know what? I don't know. The first, the one recording it as a podcast has limitations, which means that we're going to have to be like very mindful that other people don't have mics. So if someone yells something out that we hear, the audience listening to it as a podcast won't hear it. Like, so it changes the vibe. If we just did a live show with no, with no, expectation of recording it as a as a high quality audio podcast but maybe like i don't know maybe just live stream it or something um it opens it up to just be like a really fun just live event definitely just basically a party at a bar where we have microphones and a pa system so that they could we could talk loud like there's so many things that we could do there's so many challenges that get presented but that's all like exciting stuff to me i don't know about Mm -hmm. you guys but like there's someone like let's say we did want to do like a show that gets released, you know. There's we have to be mindful of that, make it entertaining for both the audience there and a home audience. Uh, that would be really cool. Yeah, we could also do both in one night. Like we could go to like for example, we could rent out a bar, and we can have the first hour be like the recorded episode, but in front of a live audience where we're, you know, sitting down, we're talking, we have the segments, we do all our stuff. We record all of that. And then we could have, after that's done, then we like turn off that recording and then we just do like a live thing. And maybe we take some video clips or whatever. And we use that content that people could watch it on online or whatever. Definitely. I love it. That's going to happen. So, um, so Kyle, getting back to you, make an episode. Not only we're we going to make an episode, we're going to make live events too. Oh yeah! All right. What's the next question? Next one comes from listener Dorney. Dorney asks, "Did you hit <laughs> Seth Hyman's dad's car twice?" <laughs> okay, this one is uh, a question for me. Uh, for those who are wondering, what the hell is that all about? In senior year of high school, I got into a car accident. The car accident that I got into was um, embarrassing in, in multiple ways, and I will explain. So first, I'm in the car with uh, me, my buddy Dave, and then the two girls that we were hanging out with at the time. I forgot their names. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, one of them was Dawn, and the other, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The four of us are in the car. Better not say Willie. It wasn't Willie. <laughs> one we're, we're driving... Um, by not that this matters to the audience it's not from our neighborhood but by dunkin donuts on sunrise highway on but we're on on forest avenue if that next to the diner that dunkin donuts yeah between basically next to the diner and the dunkin donuts and i'm at a red light and at this time i'm driving my dad's chrysler lhs if you don't know what that is it is a tank so comfortable it was like Every seat in that car was like a lazy boy. To put it into perspective, it's the only car still to this date where I could comfortably lounge in the back seat. Yeah. Like the back seat, you could, 
you could lean all the way back. Like you could slide your butt all the way to the front of the seat and like stick your legs out and still not touch the front. Yep, six seat. five, and I could do that. And also, the car was shaped like the um, alien heads from Alien. Yes, also like the original iMac had, uh, monitors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, and um, so needless to say, it was huge, and it was really it had a really powerful engine. If it, it, it probably. If you took the, that, that engine and put it in like, like a small car, it would have been like, yeah, you were like pumping full, a v- full on like sports car. You were pumping a V8 with some horsepower. Like it was yeah. a, it was a, a, the, for that car to have the pickup it did, it had to be. Yeah. It was, so you got to, these are all important points to the story, by the way. So that's why you got to understand it's really powerful car, really big boat of a, of a, of a car. And a weird thing I used to do in high school, and a lot of people used to do this, and I don't know why. Maybe it was before it was before I knew how to drive stick, uh, because my car after this I had a stick shift for thirteen years. But at this point, I didn't know how to drive stick yet. We like to kind of pretend our cars were a stick shift. That's a really dumb thing to do. But like, we would, I would be at a red light, and I would put my car in neutral instead of putting keeping my foot on the brake in drive. I don't know why. It's a dumb thing to do, but I used to do that. So I put the car into neutral. And I'm just sitting there. When you put the car in neutral, it's a flat surface. It's not going to roll forward, right? What happened was, and at the red light, I'm the third car back, right? So there's two cars in front of me, and the red light, I see the other side is, turns yellow. So it turns yellow, and so I realize it's going to be green soon, so I put the car into drive, and I let it start rolling forward. But I have like a car length ahead of me, right? So I have some time. Right, and I'm assuming I put the car into drive, and the car in front of me is going to start going, and then I'm going to hit the gas. I'm going to go, which I did all the time. This is like not a weird thing for me at that point. Now, now I look back, I'm like, what the hell was I doing? And so I put it into drive, and it takes longer than I than I calculated for like the cars in front of me to go. So I looked at I looked down at my radio. And then I look back up and I realize, oh, I'm getting pretty close to the car in front of me. I should hit the brakes now. So I quickly put my foot on the brakes, but I did it too fast, like too impulsively, because it was like a knee-jerk reaction, that I slipped off the brake and slammed like fully down on the accelerator. (laughs) Like on a V8... Like 300 horsepower, like 17,000 pound car. And the way it was shaped like an alien meant that the, no, the, the front of it was low for some reason. So I went underneath the car in front of me and like lifted it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I like, I like dug under it and just like nailed it into the car in front of that one. So like I hit one car, picked it up and then hit it into the other car. And I was like, oh my God. So I freaked out again and I re-slammed on the brakes. And then the second time my foot slipped off again. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I hit the car, stopped for a second and then slammed it into it again. So that it looked like I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> And so I crushed the car in front of me and the car in front of that and did it so bad. Like I, I basically pushed the, uh, the car in the front like into the intersection. Like that's how far I pushed it. I pushed it like, at, like into the middle of the street. And, uh, and that car that was two ahead was a kid from our high school's dad named Seth Hyman. And 
That's why Dorney asked if I hit his dad's car twice. The answer is yes, I did. <laughs> and that's how I did it. And you hit it twice at the same time. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. you hit him and then a week later you hit him somewhere else. <laughs> no, it was twice yeah. in the same accident. It was, it was in the same accident. Imagine trying to explain how this happened to the cops when they came. I was like, well, so like my car was in neutral. They're like, why was your car in neutral? I'm like, ah, you know, because like I didn't want to keep my foot on the brake. They're like, okay, this is, not gonna, this is not going well, sir, you know? Anyway, so that was that. All right, what's our next question? <laughs> the next one comes from someone with the name Arnone. I don't know which one it is. It's Michael Arnone. Okay, Michael Arnone asks, where the heck have you been? You want to take this one, Jones? Yes. You we were in were, Indiana for a while getting a PlayStation 5. I took a trip to, actually, I went to Pennsylvania, Western Pittsburgh, to get the PlayStation. And it took me 11 and a half months to come back. <laughs> you did get married, though. I did get married. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, are you going to throw like a real wedding that we, me and Erica go to? Uh, yes, we have to. Yay. We had a, it was a really nice ceremony down in Long Beach at our friend's restaurant, and I could really only invite a certain number of people because there was limits to COVID restrictions and we had a lot of family come in. So I, I think the next thing is we're looking to buy a house soon and the second that happens, we're just going to say, hey, everyone who wants to come by for a big housewarming slash wedding celebration party, that's what we're going to do. I love it. Neat. Neato gang. Um, that, was, that was good. That was a good yeah. excuse to where we've been. Yeah. The next one comes from Alex Mayer, who's my younger brother. (laughs) Which tastes better, original or sugar-free Red Bull? If Red Bull caused wing genesis... Wait, 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 wait. You got to do one at a time. These are sub-questions. Yeah, (laughs) it's two sub-questions. Yeah. Uh, If I'm going to answer it, I'm going to say that I haven't had an original Red Bull in so long that I don't recall what it tastes like. I drink sugar-free all the time. I actually have one in my hand right now. Yeah, Yeah, you really do love Red Bull. I mean, original is definitely better. But uh, but sugar free is still very delicious. Yeah, original is better, but I haven't had one in forever. Uh, the two that I've had in the last five years have been sugar free. Yeah, they make another one called uh, totally free or something like that. It's like in a black can. Like this one has twenty calories. The other one has zero. It's just air. Yeah, yeah. and that one doesn't taste good at all. Like I don't. I know why people drink it, but I don't like it. I mean, if, if, if the 20 calories that you're worried about when you're drinking your Red Bull is, is your concern, you're clearly missing mm-hmm. the mark of uh, how to be healthy. Um, okay. Uh, if Red Bull caused... Oh, wait. You're supposed to read them. <laughs> if Red Bull caused wing genesis, what types of wings would they be? Mm. Bat wings? That's a good answer. Thank you. I feel good about it. I was going to say Pegasus wings. Those are good, too. I, I really want to say that they're going to be wings made of fire. Like just some like crazy okay. burning wings. but Like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Or like the devil. Or the devil. But if I had to really think about it, it would probably be like dumb seagull wings. <laughs> like stupid, stupid white squawky wings. One of them broken because Timmy Sink, you whipped a lacrosse ball at it in middle school <laughs> oh, that's, those those are the wings you'd get yeah. oh my god one working one non-working seagull wing if willie jack nelson no i mean damn it nielsen <laughs> neeson who's nielsen? nielsen that's not even is that a name <laughs> damn it well i guess Bridget? willie jack willie jack Nils, nelson nelson Nies- nelson 
Wait, who's no? Who's the other guy? Nelson, Willie Nelson. Like on the road again? Yeah. Okay. I just mixed all those names together. Yep. If Willie Jack Neeson's <laughs> died and became an angel, what kind of wings would he grow? Vengeance wings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'd be black and made of metal. <laughs> Vengeance wings. If it was Willie Nelson, they'd be made out of marijuana. Yeah. Well, do you guys understand like they, how many they'd, they'd be the how many wings? episode <laughs> titles that we've just come up with in this show? Like Willie Jack Neeson's um, Vengeance Wings is a great name for something. Yeah, they'd be the kind of wings that make them a nightmare for people like you. <laughs> yeah. Vengeance Wings was an awesome Sega Genesis game. <laughs> Is that a real thing? No. Oh. No, but it, Vengeance Wings is very like the hottest hot wings that you could get at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Vengeance Wings. <laughs> it's a waiver. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, aside from the aforementioned Red Bulls, are there Red Bull flavors you favor? And there certainly are. Um, there's a... They do this thing where they introduce a new flavor for summertime every year. And it's usually just that summer and then it disappears. A couple years ago, they made a coconut one that has stuck around. It's gross. I love it. You gave me one that that's my favorite, the plum. Plum is really good. Pear is really good. Uh, there's a cranberry one that's all right. I think a lot of them they make to be mixers, like specifically mixers for alcoholic drinks. And I, I think that's where they a lot of them come from. That makes sense. Red Bull vodkas used to be a thing, man. I remember when it began. Yeah, that's like a that's like a, a a mini speedball right there. We visited your brother Frank bartending at a Hofstra bar. Oh my god, yeah! And the Red Bull guy had just left, and they were one of the first places I ever saw get a cooler of Red Bull. And we're like, "What do you do with it?" He's like, "I think we put vodka in it, yeah. and we drank them." Yeah, and then we used to do was it Jaeger bombs? What's Red Bull? Red Bull and Jaeger? Am I making that up? Jaeger bombs? Yeah, that's how long it's been. Since and then I Minnesota's, was bartender. Minnesota's I was blueberry bombs. Oh my it was God. the blueberry vodka in the Red Bull. Oh, my God. It's so long ago. Yeah. But Jaeger bombs, I think... Jaeger bombs. I think... <laughs> I honestly think the library, the bar of the library that we worked at at Hofstra University when we were in the college age might have been the, the origin story for, for yeah. Jaeger bombs. That might have been the first place Jagerbomb ever yeah. was, was was enjoyed. And we do, we used to do 151 in Red Bull, if you remember. Yes, I do. It was very deadly. Uh, 151 was a big deal because you could light it on fire. And we used to, every night the owner would do the uh, would blow fire behind the bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 151. Did you know 151 is rum? I did not know that. I never knew that. It's just really, really, really strong rum. Very. That's that's flammable. Yeah. Um. So who do we got next? Next one comes from uh, listener Styles sixty eight. Yeah, we don't know this person's name. It's Kyle. Oh, it's Kyle. Who oh. used to own the bar oh. next door to the bar oh we're talking God. about? He owned McKeeves, which was the bar <laughs> next door, and Kyle may have also been the inventor of the Jaeger bomb. He was definitely in on on the ground floor. Let me tell you. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That bar McKeeves in that era when Kyle owned it was the greatest place on earth to get drunk. I was also the reverend at Kyle's wedding. Well, there you go. Comes full circle. Full circle, man. Full circle. I've actually never been there. You've never been to McKeebs? I've actually... Wow. I'm oh, going to go out on a limb and say that I've never been to a bar on that stretch of Hempstead Turnpike. That's crazy. That's crazy. Except for we went to Krebets that one time after the minor league hockey game. By that point, though, it didn't count anymore. Yeah, it totally yeah. wasn't the same at all. No, it doesn't count. 
So for those who have no idea what we're talking about, if you are from another state, just imagine there's a college. The college that I went to happens to be maybe a half hour from here. And Hofstra's a known university, yeah. so people have heard of it. Hofstra, they do the, They usually have the presidential debate every four years. This year, they didn't do any in-person ones, I don't think. No, they did, but not at Hofstra. And, um, but there's a strip along a pretty busy street uh, there that had you know maybe like five core bars that everyone went to even if you didn't go to Hofstra but you lived in that area and you were that age like you know 18 to 25 yeah that was it that's where you went and it was very rowdy like yes I, I mean I look back now and like there was fights every almost every night like brawls there was people getting sloppy drunk, people getting arrested, people getting teeth knocked out, people getting hit by cars. Um, it was just like mayhem. So that was my that was my first bouncing jobs in the bars, you know. And now we're we're at twenty one years later, pretty much. And I look back and like I just can't believe that I worked in a place that was literally like the double deuce and roadhouse, where every single night there was a brawls. There was oh, brawls yeah. every night. Oh yeah. Dude, I, my tires got slashed numerous times. Like it was crazy. I wasn't even a bouncer. I was a bartender, and I got into fights not every night, but like I got into a, a, enough enough fights where it's abnormal. And I, it was never. By the way, for the record, it was never our like we never started fights ever. No, I can't. I don't think I've ever started a fight in my life. But, Pro- I, but I've been in a lot. Problem is, you put that many towns kids into the same place. And you're overpacking these places. Like you're not following rules and it's <laughs> fire bound codes. It's just bound to happen. And it and, and almost was like it wasn't even there was. And I'm not. I'm not going to try to romanticize fighting, but it was like a little more innocent fighting than than maybe it would be today. In the sense that like people would like get into fights, but like maybe like the next week they'd see the same person that they got into fight would be like, sorry about last week, bro. You like, had no choice because you weren't going to give up the place you always go to. Yeah, so you see this, you would fight someone, get kicked out of the bar, and then a week later you'd be like, oh, that's the guy I fought last week. And like, but people just, it wasn't, it never got, most of the time it never, it, it was never like for any like material reason. It was always for some stupid thing. Always and stupid. And it's just because you're drunk and it's packed. Like put a lot of drunk people in a place together and keep it really close together and then add, you know, um, you know, courting people, you know, people yeah. for love, right? Yeah. Throw some romance in the mix and you, people are going to fight. And uh, you know what it is too? Like there was at a time where there were less cameras. There, like, was, there, like, was, there was like none. There was like way less of a consequence for fighting. Oh yeah, they couldn't take people's phones because there wasn't anything to film. There was no film on it, you know. Yeah. Like the cops would come, and be like, "What happened?" Be like, "I don't, I don't know," because everyone was gone. Like anyone who had any visible markings from the fight had been gone by the time the cops got there. It was just a different time. I remember. I'm not gonna go into fight stories, but I remember one time how like I got into a fight, and the second that like fight was over, the owner of the library like he's like go hide and he like made me run across the street to like there was like an, a like a senior citizen like building mm-hmm. across the street and I like sat there in like a parking lot because he knew the cops were gonna come and like I just sat there and there's no cell phones for people to be like you yeah. know, come back so I just like waited it, hiding in a parking lot for like an hour and a half I was like I sat in the keg fridge for two hours one night because he didn't want me coming out 
until the police were coming. Yeah. It's just things you did. Yeah. So Kyle's question, actually, funny enough, is, uh, Jones, I want you to read this to say how you would say it. Yeah, because I'm not going to get this right. <laughs> um, Style 68 asks, what do you say to a man who runs around yelling a woo-woo? Okay. Good enough you said it. So our friend Mario, who was also a bouncer at the time, his catchphrase is always a woo-woo whenever he walks into a place. Like and really loud, too. Really loud. Like you could hear him over a crowd of 800. Like you'll know he's there. Right. And the only true response is you have to a woo-woo him back or else it never ends. <laughs> so the answer to that question, what do you say? You say a woo-woo. That's, I like it. Every time he makes a shirt for like a get, when we do like a reunion, it always has a woo-woo written across the back. <laughs> I love it. Um, Next one comes from our pal Nappy. Nappy says, does dinner for dessert even exist anymore? Well, I will counter that question with another question. <laughs> what does it mean to exist? Have we ever existed? Will we ever exist again? Has this show literally just been a figment of your imagination? Are we living in a simulation? Ooh. And if it's a simulation, does the simulation exist? Does that count as reality? Did one How do you define reality? <laughs> Did one or more of us ever hit Seth Hyman's dad's car twice? <laughs> yes. Did you just have a glitch in the Matrix? <laughs> now, uh, the next segment, recommendations. Hit it. This <laughs> is part of the show. Uh, yeah, oh, no, uh, we're back. DFD is back, full effect. I'm not going to lie. Most of these are along the lines of where are you guys? What the hell's going on? Uh, we're here. We're back. Yeah. What, uh, what season does this technically count as right now? Um, we've, I think we like make up a new number every time. So, so what is this one going to be? That's what I'm asking. Uh, I'm going to say season 12, season 12, episode one, like, boom, lock it in season premiere. This is our season premiere. Yeah, it is. Pulled out all the stops, spared no expense. Jurassic well, Park. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Charlie's first question of episode of season 12 is, will you answer questions that come in seven hours late? Can I take this one guys? Sure. All right, so thank you all for listening tonight. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we had such a blast making this. Episode. We're at the two-hour mark right now, and uh, I think we're going to save the rest of our recommendations and show notes for next week. Sure. Um, I love you guys, and seeing you in the same room oh, makes no, me so freaking happy. Oh, no, we're forgetting something. The, the bit. Oh, uh, what bit? I had recorded a bit for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We have two bits for this. Oh, yeah. What do we do about that? You want to play it now? Yeah, it's fine. It's too late? We have two bits. Yeah, let's do two bits. All right, cool. You want to do a warm-up bit and then like the warm-up? Well, okay. All right. I have an idea. Okay. Oh, wait. You, you go. I think we had the idea at the same time, but you're going to go with it. All right. So here's the thing, right? Normally, we'd like our bits to be, our recorded pieces to be smoothly segued into the show, right? We're clearly not going to be able to do that now because we had no place to put these bits. But you have to understand tonight. This I keep saying tonight, but it's actually it's it's, it's only noon. it's one oh nine p.m. Um, this was more of us all just like seeing each other again for the first time in forever. So this was like a catch up conversation for us as much as it was for you. I literally haven't seen Jones in fourteen months until about seven minutes before. Last time we I hit saw record. Jones was probably the last episode we recorded. Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. So March, like March second, you I've seen like three or four times over the quarantine. I year. saw you a week ago, so like you know, we're we're okay. But yeah. like Jones, I literally haven't seen you in no. fifteen months. You look exactly the same, by the way. I thought maybe you'd look older. You do look yeah. exactly the same. Um, so yeah, I agree. Like there was not, 
This is a very organic yeah, episode. So this ep- this ep was just like a flowing conversation that we're just catching up literally with each other. Um, so maybe some things weren't exactly where they should have been, but we'll get back on that. So we, we have two pieces. Yeah, here's the thing. One of the pieces won't age well if we don't do it this week because it's about like, hey, it's yes. our first week back after like a, a long hiatus. I think that's kind of the theme of it. And that's Jones's production piece. So I think we have to play it and it's still going to be awesome. Or do we just slap that in the front of the episode? Oh, if we do that, this, this whole last five minutes won't make any sense. Yeah. Which would be funny when you got to this point of the episode and realized that we literally did it on the fly. It'd be like the scene in Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Adventure where they talk about hiding the keys before yes. they get there and then they're there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. But no, I think we just play it now. It's fine. I think we just play it now. And then um, the other is, so... You guys don't see this because it happens off the air, but uh, a a good friend of ours, uh, Blank Man, is essentially like, he's been like the fourth member of DFD. He's like the unsung hero behind the scenes. He's, he doesn't actually perform on the show, but is always part of our group chat with all of our inside jokes, which actually usually turn into bits that we do here. So he's... um, really like an honorary fourth member and we we've been thinking about you know could he you know evolve into being a you know a a character on the show and be maybe our like reporter in the field because he lives in the city and uh he's not going to drive you know he's not gonna take the train out an hour every uh every every saturday to do the show in person but maybe he could do stuff so anyway we're like hey kind of as like an audition maybe you could do a recorded bit and see see how you do um, so he did his first recorded bit, so we can play that too. Okay. And we could, you know, maybe we do a little critique of it. Absolutely. You want to do it this week, right now, and then we'll do Jones's to end it. Whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. All right. So now we're gonna play Blank Man's first ever bit for DFD. Eric, hit it. And now, a reading of the Police Academy movies by George Gaines. I had a very, 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 very lovely time making the Police Academy movies, such as Police Academy, Police Academy 2, Their First Assignment, Police Academy 3, Back in Training, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach, Police Academy 6, City Under Siege, and who could forget Police Academy Mission to Moscow? Who am I kidding? Everyone forgot. It was straight to VHS. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Yo, I love that. It's I love so that good. so much. I love that voice. Oh, he does a great. Commandant Lassard oh, impression. Jesus. Now, here's the thing. Can I can I critique it a little bit? Yeah. Okay. First off, I want to say it is that was fantastic yes. for a first for a first um, bit. Like knocked it out of the park, and he did it on short notice. We're like, blank man. If you want to be in the show, you got to record something like this today. Was, this was yesterday. We, we like, told him you have to record something today. He's like, oh, I don't know if I'll have time. And then like an hour later, he's like, Well, it's <laughs> the best I got right now. We're like, Good enough, you know. And um, so, well done, Blank Man. Really, really well done. Uh, two, um, I think in the business, they call it notes. So, I'm going to give you notes on your performance. One, you started the Commandant Lassard accent 
be, before you were supposed to be him. <laughs> he was very excited. Yeah, to- like in the lead-in, you were already starting to do the voice. Um, the second is... I don't know if it's part of the joke, but you hit some bad notes on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was part of the joke? I hope so. I loved it. That's what made me die yesterday <laughs> when I was listening to this. I'm really... I know he didn't, but I'm picturing that he was trying to play that as he was speaking. Yes. <laughs> like yes. at the same time. <laughs> oh, I love that. Do you think he did a bunch of takes of that? And do you think his girlfriend was listening in the background? Like, what is happening <laughs> right was, now? That was really good. Well yeah. done, Blankman. Well done, dude. Awesome. Okay, so now the next bit is uh, a, a Jonesy piece that uh, we should have tied in probably earlier in the episode, uh, but we missed our, our moment to do that, so we're just going to play it now. Are we going to end the show on this piece, or are we going to come back from it? What do you think, Jonesy? It's your, your call. Yeah, let's come back from it. Okay. All right, we'll come back. All right, Eric, hit it. And now, all the news that happened since the last episode of Dinner for Dessert. Tom Hanks got sick in an unprecedented case of FOMO. 169 million others got sick as well. Kim Jong-un died, then came back to life. Twice. Two words. Murder hornets. First space flight by SpaceX took off. The Dixie Chicks changed their name to just the Chicks. Then, in a shocking move, released a string of David Allen co-covers. NBA basketballs canceled that returns to star in a remake of the Jake Gyllenhaal classic Bubble Boy. Joe Biden is elected president of the United States. Prince Harry and wife Meghan Markle left the royal family of England supposedly to take over the African nation of Wakanda after the passing of King T'Challa. Other recent celebrities who passed away included Alex Trebek, Sean Connery, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Dustin Diamond, Chadwick Boseman, Little Richard, Dustin Diamond, Kenny Rogers, Kirk Douglas, Dustin Diamond, Regis Philbin, Eddie Van Halen, and Dustin Diamond. Bravo, Jonesy. Well... Farkin done. Well, Fargan done. If it sounds like I copied and pasted the words Dustin Diamond a couple <laughs> times, it's because I did. Rest in paradise, Screech. I, Rest in paradise. I kind of like that you did some some hard cut edits in there. It was like, uh, that was perfect. Hey, man, uh, that's how they would do it on the news. That is very true. You're right. And any commercial you listen to on the radio. Yeah, when they want to, they have to squeeze it all, like yeah. all of the legal stuff into not like, one hundred, not two hundred, not three hundred. They yeah. never say that in a sentence. No, that was really, really great. I mi- I missed listening to brand new Jonesy production pieces. Me too. Hit the spot. Me you know too. what's crazy about that? Like I've done so many of them at this point. I don't know where they are. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them too. Yeah, but all of them though. Like you would think that I would have all of them. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I still think your best one ever was. I think I have the same one for me. Well, you say well, the well, original um, Kia, uh, time, Kia machine? time machine. Yes, yeah. that's the best one you've ever done. That's the best one. The yeah. original one. You the did original a remake, one. and it was like it was still good, but like it lost a little bit because of, we we couldn't use that copywritten music that was in the original one. Yeah, that's why the the new one was done. Yeah, but that original one was the best. Sometimes you oh, have to go. Oh, Christ, man. I can't. You know what I should do? Like, maybe not anytime soon, but I should do like a Jones and Friends special where I just take the bits, maybe like I intro them for a second so that they have some, uh, uh, what do you call that? Context? Yeah, yeah. So they have like a bit of a context and then play them. You know, yeah. It's like that um, there's a podcast and also a Netflix show called Song Exploder where they deconstruct how the song was written and how it was recorded. You could do like a, a bit exploder where you deconstruct how you make all these production pieces. And I'd watch 
every goddamn episode. I could. Actually, that would make a great YouTube video. That's what I'm saying. I'd watch every episode. And maybe I'll do that. Because they don't have to be terribly long. Like, that's, it's. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, I think people ghosts. do understand, but maybe don't fully appreciate, like, the fact that you're, like, playing the drums, bass, guitar, singing. Yeah. Like, mixing it down and writing something funny. Like, so you you have to perform all this stuff but you're and, and write it, but you also have to write, like, comical lyrics, too. I'm also going to throw this out there. If there's any chance you can just cut out the words chasing ghosts Ghosts. (laughs) like just them by themselves put them in like a a wave format and send them to me so i could use them as my text tone i'd really appreciate that ghosts 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 just ghosts ghosts (laughs) yeah like it's funny like you it's like one of three words that you say funny like we all have words we say funny um you have ghosts and uh ass h-o-l-e i don't know if we're allowed to curse um, but you're not saying the real word. He says ass how. How, yeah. H-O-E. <laughs> you leave out the L. Um, you say like Angela instead of mm-hmm. Angela. Which I don't anymore. You still say I do, but I don't. Ma- Maryland. You say Maryland instead of Maryland, I think. I don't think that's me. Santa? How do you say Santa? Sa- yeah, you say Santa. Sa- normal. Do you say radiator or radiator? Oh, I don't say the word. I think, I think the one in your house is a radiator, and I think the one in your car is a radiator. That's fair. Okay. What about what about data or data? That's just whatever mood you catch me in. Data is a character on Star Trek. Data is the <laughs> thing on your computer. Okay. I'm, I'm a data guy. See, you, you say haunted, and that, that drives me bananas. I, it's a hard word for me to say. Yeah. I also am bad. M-I-R-R-O-R. It's a hard word for me to say. Well, my mother says Mara, so you can't be worse than that. <laughs> no, that's pretty bad. I think my tongue is too big for my mouth, so there's some words. She also <laughs> says milk say. instead of milk. Oof. That hurts. One. We had this conversation at dinner the other night where I, I just, I ripped on my sister so hard for like words that she says wrong um, that she actually, one is now fully corrected. So she used to say costume. Oh no, that's ridiculous. But I ripped on her constantly and that it, she became so self-conscious of it that now she says costume every time and it's perfect. You know what's funny? The last episode that we did, the last actual like <laughs> published episode we had this exact same conversation. Had she fixed it yet or no? I think she was beginning to fix it. I don't remember exactly. Okay, well, it's fixed. But that's amazing. Well, this is kind of like, you know, one year later, like finding out, you know, how's it going? The like, new one we're working on that I told you about at dinner was uh, outfit. Her and my mother say outfit instead of outfit. Yeah, that's Wait, say it again? Outfit. Like A-L? Yeah, like they pronounce what? it like A-L. Like, like our friend Alfred. Fit. Like you're wearing it. That's a nice outfit you have on right now. Instead not, of outfit. Not outfit. They say outfit. And I want to claw my eyes out. Are they are they from somewhere? No, man. No. Sometimes no. it just happens, man. Some families just develop like inner accents. See, like my grandma had a lot of things like that, but there were things that like every Brooklyn person said. Like beautiful? <laughs> my grandma says beautiful. No, she said things like, uh, like instead of toilet, it was turlet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My grandfather said that. Earl. Instead of oil, Earl. it was Earl. Tree instead of three. Yeah, yeah, that was one. Tree, it's tree of them. My sister speaks like she's from Brooklyn, like you know, like like Peppers. We've talked about. She doesn't put the R at the end of a the Peppers a word. This um, entire conversation happened exactly like last episode. This but is the amazing. thing is, like, so we always had a joke, me and Pomp, uh, whenever we we're like on the road, we didn't necessarily want to come off as New Yorkers. So we like worked actually really hard on trying to give ourselves. 
the most non-regional diction that we could. Um, so I, I, I kind of like burned a lot of my bad habits away just from that. Yeah. I honestly, I feel like I've done a really good job of it. It depends on who I'm around though. Like it, or if yes. I get ang- like for me, even at work, people will say like, once I get ang- like, if I start getting angry, the more frustrated I get, the more my accent comes back because it's because you're kind of like letting your guard mm-hmm. down. But when I'm like calm and normal, like I, I take a lot of New York out of the so out, do I. Out of the accent, and I do that on purpose. That that was like a that was a calculated decision. Yeah, and I I, I remember just we always thought non-regional diction was like the best. Yeah, well we, we want to be reporters one day, so one know, day. they're not going to hire us if we're like, hey, you know, this place is haunted. You know, <laughs> whenever whenever I watch a commercial and they're trying to like sell you an item and like one guy selling the other guy and the other guy's like yeah so this, so come down to my showroom and we take care of you like your family i'm like i don't want to go to that guy yeah I, honestly when you hear a new york especially long island accent which i think is the strongest of all the new york accents when you hear it on tv or radio it is jarring yeah you're it's like cringy i'm like do i sound like that i hope i don't sound like that it depends yeah. on the business that they're advertising. You know, tell them to go to Two Brothers Scrap Metal. You See, like, that, 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 I'm okay with them. You love that commercial. Yeah. You like the daughter. <laughs> Dad, what is Jan going to do with all the scrap, <laughs> scrap metal? metal? Anyway. All right. This has been a phenomenal First off, I wish back. the guy who wrote that commercial would have wrote Rutherford Falls. But yeah, I, that I, I digress. Been much, much better. <laughs> much better writer. Uh, this has been so much fun, guys. I've had an absolute blast. I love you both. Samesies. I appreciate you both. I appreciate the show. I appreciate our listeners, especially those who um, are listening right now after such a long hiatus and you've probably moved on and found a better podcast with <laughs> better hosts and production value and probably celebrity guests. Ones who don't leave, leave you high and dry. <laughs> I will say, though, like, you know, for what it's worth, we put together a pretty good product and don't have guests to interview. <laughs> like... You know how hard that is? That's You know what, man? Nobody does that. Because no. it's hard. Like, who's going to just listen to, like, you know, just Joe Rogan rant for three hours? You know, no. what's, you know you, what's easy? You want to hear Elon Musk and what he well, has Yeah, to what's say. easy is having somebody who's sitting in a chair where all you have to do is just ask them questions and they, they run the show. Yeah. That's yeah. easy. That's it. And then they have a producer who edits it down. Yeah. You guys don't realize yeah. this. We don't edit anything down. Like... Every mess, mess up, every mistake, everything, you guys hear it raw. These podcasts that you listen to, you don't realize, but like if they might record for three hours and cut it down to the best hour. Yep. So you're hearing like- You know the, who doesn't do that? <laughs> us. Us. Mostly because we're lazy and going back and editing this stuff is like a oh, lot of dude, energy. In, in 10 years, I think I've only edited one thing. <laughs> and I think you guys know what it is, but- Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't really- We don't really- Fair edit. enough. Like right now, when as soon as we hit stop on this, Eric's gonna get up from the chair. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna hit save, and I'm gonna bounce it to uh, to an MP3, and I'm gonna upload it to the server, and it's gonna be live. That's it. Like that's what we do. We don't even. I don't even play back. And make sure it sounds right. No. Like that one edit was that one interview that yeah. we did with Rockwell, and yeah. that got cut down a lot. But that was for a reason. Yeah. There was just a lot of. Nothing is happening. A lot of just rambling, like right now. But you know, we like we want you guys to hear the ramble. Yeah, like earlier in this episode, I, I know there was two computer sounds. I don't know if they recorded on the show. They're like two didings. Yeah, I don't think it'll show up on the okay. Episode. But if they do, well, 
Cool. Whatever. It just means that I got two emails while we, <laughs> while we were recording. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what they were. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they were both from the boss. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I forgot how we end. Uh, Do we just you, unplug this stuff and go home? <laughs> oh, you say that, you know, like, whatever, like, we love you, we appreciate you, and then you go, bye, and then I go, peace. All right, so, yeah, so... Um, you know, thank you for all the questions and for wanting us to come back and do this. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you until next week. Bye. Peace.